It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 KXDS Santa Clara. DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And Zions Bank with Zip Mortgage. Love it to own it. And now it's time for DSU Athletics. Welcome back to the Burns Arena. It's time for another exciting edition of Dixie State Men's Basketball on your home for Trailblazer Athletics during the 2019-20 season. It is CEC TV and the Dixie State Stretch Internet Portal and as well on the radio, Radio Dixie 91.3 FM. Well, tonight, Dixie State at 10-1 overall, 5-0 in the RMAC, trying to take some momentum from a blowout exhibition win Monday night into RMAC play as they return to league play. They try to continue to put the tough loss on the road. It was their first loss of the season at Western Oregon. They try to put that behind them and try to get back into RMAC play and stay undefeated against a very tough UCCS Mountain Lions squad. You've got Dixie State at 5-0. and You've got a couple of teams up at 4-1 and and then a whole logjam at 3-2 and right now in the RMAC. And UCCS is one of those teams, a talented team that's got bigs. They've got guys that can shoot it. And they have one of their best scorers, who is a very productive player, off of the bench at 18.8 points per game. Coming back from injury, he makes his return tonight. Uh, perfect timing for Dixie State. He makes his return tonight. That's Deron Clark, six foot five, 175 pound sophomore guard from San Antonio, Texas, for UCCS. In fact, we, we actually wish him well. We wish him the best. You never like to see anybody hurt. So glad to see him back out on the floor. But it'll be another tough test for the Trailblazers tonight. Again, good evening, everybody, and welcome inside our TDS pregame show. Carrick Segmiller alongside the coach, Mike Olson, here inside the Burns Arena. And, Mike, a tough one on the docket. Both of these games tonight, if you had to circle maybe the marquee weekend of the the Armac home schedule, I think this would probably be it. Maybe the, the, the Colorado Mesa, Western Colorado uh, weekend as well. But uh, this is... The one, if not the marquee, one of the marquee home weekends tonight uh, for the RMAC schedule as the Trailblazers with UCCS and then Colorado School of Mines tomorrow night. And it starts tonight, and Dixie State has got to get off on the right foot. And uh, in a couple of weeks ago, they had a huge start, came out and build a big lead. You hope they can do something like that tonight and just come out with energy and not have to play from behind tonight. Exactly, Carrick. This, this is the type of weekend that you just look forward to. What a fun weekend. You bring in two teams back-to-back and get a chance to play some high-caliber basketball. Both teams, like you mentioned, phenomenal. Tonight, you see a matchup of the league's best defense. You know, UCCS comes in with with the scoring defense, holding their opponents to 66 points per game. And what a contrast in styles. As you saw, Dixie put, you know, 106 on the board last week. Uh, Dixie, one of the top scoring teams in the conference. So you've got, you know, the conference best scoring against the conference best defense you look at uh, rebounding dixie state is first in defensive rebounds and uccs first in offensive rebounds so you're, you're gonna see it on all angles tonight it should be a fun one something's got to give right <laughs> exactly something will give dixie state uh, entering this one again 10 and one or over 10 and one overall five and own in the armac inside our tds pregame show time now to to uh to get you a little bit more familiar with uh uccs against seven and three overall three and two in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. And, and this just the second meeting between Dixie State and uh, I checked out the third meeting between Dixie State and UCCS. Trailblazers one and one all time against Colorado Springs. The both games in the series were spread 
over a 12-year span. Dixie State claimed a 107-83 non-conference home win way back in 07-08. You were probably on the sideline for That's that right. game, weren't you? Yes. I remember uh, that really well. The Mountain Lions uh, bounced back with a 77-74 conference win in Colorado Springs last year. And so Dixie State trying to... Uh, trying to get back ahead in the series at 2-1. At, at that was a weekend that we mentioned it during the broadcast of the exhibition game the other night that Dixie State went on the road and lost to both UCCS and Colorado School of Mines last year. And it's something they kind of want to return the favor this year with some uh, you know unfinished business against these two teams. And uh, they'll try to get started with that tonight. Uh, get you familiar with some of the players that you're going to hear tonight for uh, this UCCS squad. And, uh, you know, we, we mentioned the, the return of Deron Clark. He only played in five or six games before he got injured, but he was averaging 18.8 points per game off the bench. I mean, you talk about your leading scorer coming off the bench. What a spark plug. I and mean, you look at a team like the Utah Jazz and, and how desperately they needed bench production. And, and you know, they added uh, Clarkson and, and how big that's been. Well, he, Deron Clark, is that guy for UCCS, and he's back in the lineup tonight and looking to do some big things. But uh, in the starting lineup, you've got Padayat Wong, six foot four, 165-pound senior guard. He's averaging 16.6 points per game. You've got uh, six foot six, 215-pound guard forward combo, a redshirt senior in uh, Blend Avdide, and, and he's averaging 11.8 points per game. So plenty of production in the starting five. You've got uh, Jeff Kelly averaging nine points per game uh, in the starting five. And then again, Deron Clark, almost 20 points per game coming off the bench. So uh, they're pretty well set in their main rotation coming off the bench. A very high scoring, uh, 74 points per game. Good scoring team, plays good defense. A good team overall. Going to take good effort tonight from Dixie State. It's going to take effort and a lot of good execution and discipline. You know, I, I thought today's shoot around was great for Dixie State. The guys looked loose. The guys looked ready. Uh, the communication was good. You could tell they were dialed in. As they were going through some of you CCS's plays and, and preparing for them, those guys were dialed in and ready. They understand the importance of tonight's game, and, and, and they're ready. Like you said, they they haven't forgotten what, what happened last year, and uh, they're, they're they're ready. So let's let's throw the ball up now and get going. Let's go. we got to have a national anthem and some starting lineups first and inside our TDS pregame show. We've got to name some Lonnie Boys Barbecue's keys to the game. And as always, we, we toss it over to you, Mike, uh, as as one who has coached with Coach Judkins and traveled with him. And, I mean, you know him better probably than uh, than anyone on this whole scores table and maybe even down this bench right here. So uh, give us some Lonnie Boy's keys, Lonnie Boy's barbecue's keys to the game. What do the Trailblazers got to do tonight to emerge victorious? Number one, it's going to be win those four-minute battles. Those four-minute battles are, are critical for tonight's game plan and Dixie's effort. So it starts with the first four. So number one is win those four-minute battles. You win the battles, you're going to win the war. Number two, they've got to maximize each possession. They cannot afford to waste possessions against this team. They're, they're allowing 66 points a game, and they're very good defensively. So you have to make it count. Each possession has got to count. And finally, it's win the war of their boards. They, they've got to out-rebound this team and be very physical on the offensive and defensive rebounds. There you go. Your Lonnie Boys Barbecue keys to the game as Dixie State gets set to host UCCS. UC Colorado Springs coming to us, believe it or not, from Colorado Springs. Yep. Colorado, 7-3 and three overall, 3-2 three and two in the RMAC are the Mountain Lions. Dixie State, 10-1 and one overall, 5-0 and oh in the RMAC as we open the new year, the new decade 
of Dixie State basketball as you turn around and you see all the banners hanging in the rafters. 2010, 2011, 2011, uh, both teams in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2017, 2018. And uh, every single one of those banners takes with it a trip to the NCAA tournament. And six of those banners are conference championships with two conference tournament championships. Dixie State wants to start the new decade off on the right foot as they try to hang another banner in the 2019-20 season. That'll do it for the TDS pregame show. We'll take a two-minute timeout for the National Anthem and then come back with some Boulevard home starting lineups and a tip-off. Dixie State and UCCS back in two to the Burns Arena. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the Loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln, Ford Lincoln. And, Zion's and Zion's Bank. Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Athletics. Welcome back inside the Burns Arena. Dixie State, UCCS, just minutes away from doing battle inside the Burns Arena. But before we get things tipped off, and underway, we've got to give you the starting lineups brought to you by Boulevard Home. And we'll start first with the UCCS, the UC Colorado Springs Mountain Lions, led by head coach Jeff Culver in his eighth season as a head coach. In fact, all eight of those have been at UC Colorado Springs. He's 121 and 94 as a head coach, and this looking for uh, pushing toward 125 career wins. And uh, he'll try to get that done tonight. They start like this, the same way that uh, they have started almost all of their games. They go six foot four, 180 pound junior guard in Parker Goddess, six foot four, 165 pound senior guard Badiat Wong, a six foot six, 195 pounds redshirt junior guard freshman co- uh, guard forward combo Jeff Kelly, a six foot six, 215 pound redshirt senior guard forward combo Glenn Adili. And a six foot seven, 225 redshirt senior forward Ed Burke, and a lot of scoring in that starting five. And I should mention this is a, a this co- this coaching staff with head coach Jeff Culver and his staff. They must have some sort of Texas pipeline. There are eight guys on this roster out of the uh, the state of Texas uh, on this UCCS squad. So a lot of Texans represented in the game tonight. Now we go over to Dixie State who will start like this the same way they started in the exhibition the other night. They will go with Jack Pagankov, Jason Youngblood, Frank Stain, Hunter Schofield, and then again, instead of Josh Newbold, they will start Jared Green down low. They kind of start those two bigs together in Jared Green and Hunter Schofield. What advantages do you see for Dixie State with starting those two big guys together? Well, it's going to match their sides. It's going to equalize that rebounding. Uh, It's really going to establish that post-presence that Dixie needs very early in the game. And Dixie State wearing the home whites, red numbers, blue trim, UCCS in, uh, I would maybe call them charcoal uniform. Yeah. Not quite a, a full-on black, not quite gray. The charcoal black uniforms, gold numbers, black trim on those. And we are set to play basketball. Lights are back on 
So let's do it. Let's play basketball inside the Burns Arena. We've been chomping at the bit all through Christmas break, all through the exhibition the other night in Dixie State's 106-54 exhibition win. And now we are ready to play some basketball inside the Burns Arena. Dixie State, UC Colorado Springs. Carrick Segmiller, Mike Olson, courtside with you inside the Burns. Thanks for joining us tonight, for making us part of your night, whether you're on TV, CEC TV, TDS Cable Channel 108, whether you're on the Dixie State Stretch Internet Portal, whether you're joining us on the good old-fashioned radio, Radio Dixie 91.3 FM. Big shout-out to our CEC TV crew, and, and as well as Martin Kelly back in the Radio Dixie 91.3 FM studio. It'll be Burke jumping it for the Mountain Lions. It's green for the Trailblazers. Referee blows the whistle, approaches center circle. One referee standing right my way, so I can barely see what's uh, going on. Good thing for this TV monitor here. UCCS will win the tap. Burke will tap it back to Gattis, and we are underway. Here's Wong on the angle right side as UCCS sets up the first offensive possession of the night. Avdide to the left side, and Gattis. Gattis to Wong. Back to Gattis. Beastline left side. Skipping it the right into the right corner. Three ball on the way. Too strong from Kelly and Dixie State the rebound. Pagankoff will push it up the floor. Leaves for Youngblood. Dason, left elbow jumper on the way. Too strong. Tapped around into the hands of Jack Pagankoff. Jack to Youngblood. Into the left corner. Stain. Lobbing into Schofield. Bounce pass. Swing it back out. Pagankoff. Three right wing. Too strong. Into the hands of Glenn Avdide. And here come the Mountain Lions. 19-14 to play. We are scoreless. Each team has had one possession. Mountain Lions with it. They'll set up with 18 to shoot. To the near side and Goddess. Skip past the Wong. Baseline left side. Drives the lane. Tries to pass around his back, but it's tipped and taken away by Dixie State. Dixie State coming out in the zone. Two possessions trying to test those shooters. Frank Stain for three right wing, and he picks up where he left off Monday night. Knocks in a Mountain America three-pointer. Dixie State is up 3-0. Great start for Frank Stain. That's what you want to see. He is so much better when he hit that first shot. His confidence goes through the roof. You can see it in his defense. He's more active. So great look at the three there for Frank Stain. 18-35 to play. Dixie State a 3-0 lead. Mountain Lions have it stripped away. Stain with a tip. Youngblood comes away with it. Dason running the break. Gives it Jack Pagankoff. The angle right side, Jared Green. Three-point land straight away now. Hands off the stain. Free throw line. Fakes a shot. Leaves his feet and passes inside to Green, who hits it off the window. And a timeout called already by head coach Jeff Culver in UCCS. That's a, that's a start you're looking for for Dixie State. Five points, and, and they're doing it from the outside. Now they're going on the inside. You see that great interior passing there to Jared Green, who didn't rush it. You love when your big guy's patient. He gets his balance, finds where he's at, and then he goes back up strong. Dixie State a 5 nothing lead, 18-12 to play. Timeouts are brought to you by Dairy Queen, so we'll keep it right here throughout this 30-second timeout as you TV and Internet viewers get a good look at head coach John Judkins. We, we talked about it. He, he never stops coaching. No. A guy that, uh, whether you're up by 50 like you were in the exhibition on Monday or whether it's a 5 nothing lead right now, coaches the same way regardless. And I, I think he's got his players' respect for that. And uh, they'll draw things up. Hey, take, put, take me into a mind of a coach. When, when you're the coach of a team and, and you score in your first couple of possessions, you force a team to burn an early timeout. I mean, you just pumped at that, that situation. Yeah. You're thinking about the next play, obviously. But I mean, that's everything you want to see in the start, right? That's right. But it also gives you a chance now to implement something uh, that they may not be ready for. Dixie going right back to a man-to-man. Wong for three right wing. It's rims out. Offensive rebound for Burke. He missed the putback. And then it's... Third time the charm, no, 
rims out, and Dixie State the rebound. Burke had a couple of different chances in there. Youngblood in the in the lane, and they're going to say no shot for Dayson. And the Dixie State will maintain the possession. Wipe off the shot attempt, no free throws. Trailblazers will have it. Baseline left. He pointed on the right side. Dixie State will have it baseline left. Pagan cough to trigger. And to Dayson Youngblood. 15-footer left side. Yes, Dixie State leading 7-0. You know, offensively, it's another very good look. Dixie coming back again with a man-to-man. So you've seen them switch up their defenses here in the first five possessions. UCCS inside. Here's Kelly forcing a shot off the window. Rimmed out. Dixie State the rebound. Outlet pass to Youngblood. Splits two defenders. Leads for Schofield. Three-point land straight away. Drives to the right side. Drives the lane. Hangs and hits with a finger roll high off the glass. Great move by Hunter Schofield right there on the dribble. A hard one or two dribbles. Easy layup. And a jump ball as the ball is tied up the other way. Dixie State has the arrow. The Trailblazers off to a textbook start here. A 9-0 lead. 17-13 to play. We mentioned trying to get off to a good start. We mentioned it in the TDS pregame show, and they're coming out with energy, playing well on both ends of the floor, and it's showing. Yeah, there's there's no question. There's there's something left over from that loss last year in Colorado Springs. UCCS is going to pull out a full-court press here. Dixie State able to break it. They get it across the timeline. Here's Stain, open look for three, right wing, bang! And that's that comes from that press. They break it, and he's wide open. He knocks in his second Mountain America three-pointer. Usually in, in shoot-around, Coach Jackson says a full-court passing type thing. Today they did press breaker, and it per worked perfect. Very few dribbles. 12-0 start for Dixie State, a three for Abdi-Day. For UCCS, it's no good, but an offensive rebound will give UCCS a second opportunity. He's got us. Jump ball is called. Coach Judkins was asking for travel. Referee calls a tie-up, and the arrow will stay with UCCS. Coach Culver going to the bench early. And here's Elijah Kamithier checking into the ball game. Well, he's got to do something. You know, Dixie is hot right now. They're shooting four of their last five. Uh, UCCS, oh, for their last five. Inbound pass. And a three for Parker Gattis in the left corner. Gets it to go. And Dixie State lead trimmed to nine at 12-3. William Becker was the other mountain lion who just checked into this game. He State with a 12-3 lead and a 16-20 to go here in the first half. Here's Pagan Cobb, stops the dribble, 17 feet away from the bucket, left side. They'll swing it around and bounce into Green, operating on the left block. Gets inside, his shot is blocked. Stain gets the rebound. His putback is blocked, but he's fouled down low by Wong, and he'll go to the line for two free throws. You know, he, he didn't get the bucket, but I'll tell you what, that – that interior plays is still looking good. It's it's, it's a physical game down low, and it, it was fun also today in shoot-around. You know, the focus of the big guys and, and where they knew they were going to get their shots. Those post players uh, really worked hard on, on getting that. You can see that move by Jared Green getting to the middle of the floor. It got blocked, but teammate Frank Stain right there again. I will note that UCCS leads the league in block shots at six a game, and, and we can see why on that possession. Stain made the first free throw. Brought to you by Vintage at Canyonland. Second one on the way and in for Stain. Andre Wilson checked in. And now Cameron Chatwin going to check in for Jared Green. And we had a fun experience with Cameron Chatwin the other night with uh, his family. Last la last night you you dubbed one of his moves. Last year you dubbed one of his moves Dream Shake. And he had a whole family cheering section Monday night. And they all had shirts that said Dream Shake on them. Got us inside for UCCS. 
misses the layup, but a foul and free throws coming for Parker Goddess. That'll bring us to the media. 15 to 55 to go. Dixie State a 14 to 3 lead. Trailblazers shooting 62% from the field. Can they keep it up? We will see after the 60-second timeout on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 55 to play. Dixie State leading it 14 to 3. As we welcome you back inside to the Burns Arena, UCCS and Dixie State doing battle. First game of the new year, and the Trailblazers off to a good start. 62% from the field have not turned the ball over, getting everybody involved. Frank Stain has scored eight points. Couldn't ask for a better start. No, you couldn't really. It's, it's textbook. They're they're knocking down their shots. They're patient. They're scoring on the outside, scoring on the inside. The break. Uh, we've seen a little bit of everything. But this is a team, Carrick, that you, you can't – they're not just going to allow this to happen the whole game. UCCS is a very good team, and they're, they're going to bounce back. The key for Dixie now is how are they going to answer this little run by UCCS? Got us at the free throw line where he has hit on 72% of his attempts coming into tonight's game, and he misses that one. You can see right right there, Frank Stein just a step late to get back there to contest that shot. He, he was close on the rotation. He got there just enough to alter the shot, but not quite enough to stop it. Got a second free throw, missed them both, and Hunter Schofield the rebound. And here comes Wilson. Across the timeline, now to Pagankov. Looks like Jack's wearing some new shoes. Those look kind of nice. Pagankov with the free throw line. Back to the left side, Stain for three, kind of a heat check. After starting perfect from the field and eight points, that one rims out. Good look, though, from Stain. Wasn't a bad look. UCCS the rebound, and then they throw it away on the other end. Parker Goddess, a miscommunication with Blend Avdide in the right corner. He threw it away, and Dixie State will get it back. We saw last week Dixie open up with a, a big lead early, but then they got to about that 13-minute mark, and there was a letdown. Uh, you, you, you've got to stay focused and, and continue to to execute and do the things that got you this 11-point lead. Paganikoff pressured by Kamithier. D-Lo goes straight away. Now Paganikoff, right elbow, crossover, step back, couldn't hit it. Ball is loose. Can he chase down his own rebound? No, but he'll tip it to Frank Stain, who lays it up and in with the right hand. Heads-up play there by Jack Paganikoff. He tracked it down, was able to tip it to his teammate, and... Led to another bucket, so heads-up play there by the point guard. Patrick Linney Peckin just checked into the game for UCCS. He has his first touch. He'll swing it around the side of Avdide. Avdide. Bounce it inside to Becker. Puts it up. Looked like it was clean up top for Chatwin. Must have got him with a body. Chatwin will be called for the foul, and two free throws coming for William Becker. You don't mind that foul. I mean, it's he's trying to contest it, did a good job. He, he didn't give up a two-and-one. It, it's okay to be aggressive there and try to contest and, and be physical. It's a shot that he probably could block. He just didn't have quite the angle that he was hoping to have. First free throw from Becker. He missed it off the right side. UCCS has started 0-3 from the free throw line. Good defense. 
Ed Burke back into the game for UCCS. Haven't seen Deron Clark yet. We talked about how this may be his return tonight. He, was, well, he warmed up. He warmed up. He's yeah. in uniform. He warmed up. And we're going to have a violation against UCCS. It's kind of like a kind of like a football game there. One guy moves, so then everybody else jumps. <laughs> Ball start. And it was right there as Berg. It looked like he had a little hitch in his free throw. You know, he got the ball up, but it looked like he kind of paused there just, just enough to throw his teammate off. See, State has it back. The 16-3 lead. Here's Leighton Parker. He just checked in. His first touch offensively. Schofield, top of the key. To the angle left side and, and Pagankoff. Slows up, now drives inside and draws contact from Ed Burke. So that injury to insult. A lane violation on one end and then a foul on the other for Ed Burke, his first. Looks like that possession, UCCS came out in a zone, a little matchup zone, kind of caught Jack Pagenkoff off, off guard. They were switching everything. Jack inbound pass to Cameron Chetwood, and he'll lay it up and in with the left hand. It's a great move. Great, great interior pass. And again, we're going to say it. All year, another basket off an out-of-bounds underneath. 15-point lead for Dixie State. And an offensive foul as Wong was firing a three from the left wing. And it'll be Ed Burke again on the moving screen with 14 to play until halftime. And everybody involved. And the energy right now for this Dixie State team is through the roof. Yeah, they're winning the war of the boards. You know, 7-5, to five, they're, they're rebounding well. They're hand handling the press well. Uh, confidence is really boost right now. Young blood. The Chatwin stops the dribble, finds Parker. 15 to shoot. Still time to be patient and find a good shot here. Green will bounce inside to Cameron Chatwin. And they got it to Chatwin a little bit later than the coaching staff. You can probably hear through the crowd, Mike, kind of yelling to get it to him. He was open. They wanted to get it. Get Chatwin that ball down there. Well, they had a mismatch. You know, they, they, they had a smaller guy there on Cameron Chatwin and Jared Green. So they're looking to pound the ball inside. Trailblazers, a fresh 20 on the clock. Young blood, left wing. Little pick and roll with Jared Green. Green gets inside and he'll lay it up and in. You know, no, that, there's nothing sweeter than a perfectly executed pick and roll. Yeah, that's solid. High percentage shot. 20 to 3, Dixie State the lead. 13 to 15 to go. Becker. Out top to Wong. Call me old fashioned, but I'll take a nice pick and roll over a three point shot any day. Wong to the left wing and Kelly for three. And maybe I spoke too soon because there's a three for UCCS. Well, he, he hit the shot, but you can see he's having a hard time moving right now. He's barely walking, limping. You know, he, he's, he's needing some help defensively. And he's got a brace on that left knee. It looks like the, the leg he's limping on. Chatwin. To the right side and Wilson. The young blood. Pump fake. Drives inside. Loses it. But right into the hands of Jared Green. He'll pump fake. Get his defender off the ground and score with contact and a foul. Well, you feel bad for Jeff Kelly. He's doing everything he can. He's still grimacing. You know, he, he's in some pain and having a hard time moving. And you almost wonder if he he came on the floor again. You know, that, that foul came, and, and he's, he's ready to come out of the game. He was, he was really hurting. Josh Newbold into the game for Dixie State. 
He'll check in for Cameron Chatwin. Chatwin, great set of minutes there. Oh, quality minutes there. Green to the line to try to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. It's up and no good off the left side. Abdiday the rebound. He stayed a 22-6 lead, 12-20 to play. Approaching the under-12 media timeout, Goddess. To Wong, right side. Ball is loose, tip taken away, Dixie State to steal. Wilson to Parker, thought about a three in transition, decided against it. Here's Newbold, passes up a three, instead takes a little floater in the lane, misses, gets his own rebound. The putback is short, and Becker the rebound, and Jared Green going to get called on a push underneath the basket, and that will bring us to the under-12 media timeout. 11.55 to go in half number one, Dixie State 22, UC Colorado Springs 6. We'll be back in a minute here in the Burns Arena on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 11.55 to play. Dixie State, a 22-6 lead. And the Trailblazers benefiting, benefiting from great play from everybody. Frank Stain, a quick start. He's got 10 points. And then it was six consecutive points for Jared Green to help. Cameron Chatwin's got a bucket. Jason Youngblood's got a bucket. Hunter Schofield. I mean, that, I mean that's five different players that have scored for Dixie State already. And, 12 points in the paint yeah. to none for UCCS. Yeah, and then points off turnovers, 14 points off the turnovers for Dixie State. So doing a good job on defense, creating some offense. They've really got a good rhythm going. Uh, the key now is just to continue. They can't get complacent. They've got to stay hungry and continue to apply pressure to UCCS. Long, the left wing, and the corner here's Goddess. And Goddess miscommunication with Wong, nearly threw it away, but Lenny Peckin will chase it down. Eight to shoot. Goddess has it. Left wing. Looking inside with Becker, and Becker will lob it in. Lay it up and in. William Becker, 22 to 8. Dixie State lead is 14. 11 20 to play. Newbold to Parker. Over to Youngblood. Free throw line jumper is good. Breaking the press with ease. Dixie State a 24 to 8 lead, and they force a turnover on the way back up the floor. You see the pace picking up a little bit. You know, both teams pressing. It's going to force a little bit faster tempo. It's going to come down to the team that handles it the best. And right now, it's Dixie State. 11.05 remaining. First half, Dixie State, a 24-8 lead. Parker for Pagan Koff. Over to Youngblood. Youngblood to Parker. Inside, Newbold catch and shoot. Left elbow. Couldn't get it to go. Offensive rebound. Schofield puts it back up. Tipped a little bit. Ball is loose. Rebound at UCCS, and a foul will go against Newble in the scrum for the ball. The time the Mountain Lions come out in a 2-3 zone. First time we've seen their 2-3 zone tonight, and Dixie handled it well. You know, they moved the ball well. They passed up a good shot for a better shot, and they got a good look in the key. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, next possession what the Mountain Lions do. If they go back to their man-to-man, or if they're going to try that zone again. 24-8, Dixie State. The advantage. Here's Wong driving the end line right side. He lays it in. 
Boy, burst of speed, and he laid it up and in. 24-10, Wong's first bucket tonight. And 10-15 to go. Pagankoff will set it up, try to pass over Youngblood, and the pass is kicked by Ethan Powell. He just checked in. Frank Stain will check back in for Dixie State. Leighton Parker will get a rest. One freshman for the other. Another look here to 2-3 zone. Pagankoff to Youngblood. We'll swing it to Stain. Tries to bounce to Josh Newbold. And it's tipped and taken away. And then a foul on the way back up the floor. Jason Youngblood nearly has steal, but then commits a foul afterwards. And that will send Ed Burke to the line. A good transition there by Dixie. They turned the ball over, but they, they didn't give up on it. And they got back as, as quick as they could in defense. Uh, you know, they picked up the foul, but uh, I was trying to find his free throw percentage. If I remember, I 75. 75%, yeah. But it's not uh, now shooting. they're going to say, <laughs> shoot. The moment we start looking for those numbers, we get another look at it here. The tip. This is a great transition. Yeah. You know, the key to a good transition defense is to sprint back and stop the key first. Get back, stop the key, and then fan out to the three-point line. So Dixie doing a good job running with their head up, their hands up, and very active in transition. A baseline left. They'll lob into Burke. Referee say never, never got the ball up off the loose ball. Ball tipped out of bounds by Dixie State. Possession will stay with the Mountain Lions. Shot clock stayed the same at 21 seconds, so Mountain Lions got 21 seconds to work with it. Here's Wong. Avdide inside Burke. The right corner in Powell. Back to Wong. Jump step into the paint. Kick to the left corner. Avdide, a three, and he missed it. Dixie State the rebound, and Pagankoff travel. Avdide applied pressure, and Jack tried to spin. But he did it all before he ever put the ball on the ground. Well, that's a hard... Spinning as he was putting the ball on the ground, and he called for the travel. Very difficult. You know, when you're running, you're thinking, the ball's coming, and, and to catch the ball, get your foot footing right with somebody standing there is difficult. Inbound pass to Goddess. And initially blocked by Jared Green. Then they're going to blow the whistle and call the foul. It looked good up top. You know, it, it looked like the contact came... As they were jumping, Jared got yeah. it probably low, but it was a great block up top. Got us to the line, a 72% free throw shooter on the way and in. His for fourth point of the night. We're going to get another look at it here. It's like just that, I mean, there was, there was contact. Wayne Coffin gets it right back. Cameron Chatwin back into the game. He catches left elbow to the right side. And Pagankoff leaves it for Stain. Three-pointer straight away. He missed it, but he's fouled as Goddess bumped into him mid-flight and then didn't give him room to land either when he came back down. Three free throws coming for Frank Stain. Wiped the miss off the board. Yeah, you know, the Mountain Lions aren't a team that, that you're going to see play a lot of zone. The fact that they're in a 2-3 zone now the last seven minutes of, of this half, to me, saying that, that they can see Dixie's hurting them inside. They're going to make them start knocking some outside shots down and, and force an outside game rather than an inside game. So it's going to be critical for Dixie to hit those outside shots and respond to that zone. And, and that time, Frank's doing a good job of finding the gaps and being open. 
Dane will make all three free throws. He's got 13. Here's Wong. Inside Avdide. Shot is up. It's short. Dixie State the rebound. Paganikov, free throw line jumper in transition. Missed it, ball tapped around. Avdide the rebound. And it's Cameron Chatwin. Going to get called for a foul for a bump. And they're going to say one and one. And it'll be Blind Avdide. He'll shoot a one and one. 18 foul against Dixie State. It's up. Missed the front end. And Andre Wilson comes down with a rebound for Dixie State. Chatwin, left elbow jumper. Too strong off the back iron. Rebound to UCCS. Wong in transition. Crossing over to the right. Spinning back left, but it's stripped out of his hands and nearly stolen away by Pagankoff, but it gets loose and out of bounds. Wong inside, and he's fouled on his way to the bucket on the right side. And that'll bring us to the under eight media timeout. Chatwin called for the foul. Dixie State leading 27 to 12. We'll take a 60 second timeout and come back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Seven fifty-eight to go. Welcome back inside the Burns Arena. Trailblazers a twenty-seven to twelve lead, fifteen-point advantage, and right now everyone continue to contribute. Frank Stain with thirteen points for the Trailblazers to lead all scorers. Six points for Jared Green. Four points for Jason Youngblood. Two points for Hunter Schofield. Trailblazers are ten of twenty-one from the field, forty-seven percent clip there. Two for four from downtown, and a five of the six from the free throw line. And meanwhile. UCCS, 4 of 12 from the field, 33%, 2 of 6 from downtown, and 2 of 6 from the free throw line. 33% across the board in all their shooting statistics for UCCS. Of course, Wong is at the free throw line for a pair of free throws here. You know, Dixie doing a good job there just defensively. Stopping the perimeter, but Wong's very good off that dribble. He's very slick when he, when he's got that ball. He's he's good side to side, but he's got a quick first step and he can get inside the paint very very quickly. It's a tough guy to guard. Wong makes both free throws, and now there is 
during the timeout, there was a question as to uh, whether the team fouls. The scoreboard shows nine team fouls against Dixie State and seven against UCCS. Both assistant coaches were at the table during the timeout trying to confirm that. They, they left that conversation with them not changing anything. And Coach Judkins asking the officials if that can't be corrected. Because the, the live stats showing eight and eight. So a little bit of a discrepancy there, but they'll get it sorted out. We go back in play. 7.50 to go. Dixie State a 13-point lead. Pagankoff gets across the timeline with one second to spare. Swinging it to the left side of Wilson. Top of the key. Pagankoff now to Stain. The angle right side. Back to Jack. Three-point land straight away. Pagankoff fakes a pass to the left. Drives into the paint. Leaves for Schofield. Shoots a three. Top of the key. Off the back iron. And Frank Stain grabs the offensive rebound. But they say he went over the back. And he'll get called for the foul. It'll be his first. Good look there by Schofield as the shot clock ran down. You can see the shot was up. High rebound. That's a real high rebound. Gave Frank Stain a chance to get his timing right. Looked like he went up strong, straight. Uh, but, you know, the official the official shot different. 27-14, Dixie State, a 13-point lead. And that's the 10th team foul against Dixie State. And that will send Comithier to the line for two free throws. He makes the first. One more coming for Kamithier. Just a 52% free throw shooter. And it's up and in. Two points for Kamithier. Dixie State lead trim to 11. Trailblazers one for the last eight from the field. Now that, that zone's really paying off for the Mountain Lions. You know, they slowed Dixie's offense down. They've, they've extended the game out behind the three-point line and been very effective in that zone. Stain to Paganikoff, left wing. Top of the key, Andre Wilson bounces back to Stain. Stain with five to shoot to Jack. A couple of dribbles, two to shoot. Let's the layup go. Scoops it up, no. And UCCS the, the rebound. Comithier in transition. Runs into Andre Wilson. And an offensive foul going to be called, even though Andre didn't go to the floor. He had both hands straight up and backpedaled after taking the contact. Again, very good transition defense, stopping the key first. He had his hands up, good position there, Andre Wilson. And Kamithier calling for the foul. It'll be his third foul of the game. And that'll bring us to a timeout. Coach is called timeout by Dixie State, brought to you by Dairy Queen. So we keep it right here, 27-16. to Both coaches, assistant coaches still going over to the tables, trying to figure this foul situation out. But it won't be... Something that's fully rectified really probably till halftime until they can really look at it. And, and the official book is official. Well, the, the problem is is there's there's one foul that's not accounted for. So yeah. the, the scoreboard is, is saying one thing and, and the coaches have another. So where is that extra foul and who has it? You know, you don't want a guy to pick up a second or third foul unexpectedly, right? That, that mm -hmm. could really impact how the second half starts or, uh, or even finishes. So that's where the frustration is, is 
there, there's yeah, one who, foul. that foul? I mean, being attributed to. I've got nine fouls. And I, don't, I don't know Dixie's bench has nine fouls, but it's showing ten on the scoreboard. Pagan Koff across the timeline. Pressured by Wong. Still in the 2-3 zone for UCCS. Stain lets a three fly from the right wing. It rims out. And UCCS the rebound. Wong up the far sideline. Leaves it for Avdide. He'll shoot a three from the left wing. It's up and in. We, we, we talked about this run. Yeah. It's under 10 points now. So it's handling the press and scoring against the zone. Those are the keys now for Dixie State. 27-19. Pagankoff gets it across the timeline again with just one second to spare. Six minutes to play in the first half. Schofield at the left elbow. Gets inside, floats it, can't get it to go. Grabs his own rebound, and then he's pushed down. And the foul will go against William Becker. That'll be the eighth team foul against UCCS. The question will be, did they? are they saying that Schofield had full possession, was going back up, or is this just a one-on-one? It will be two shots. Well, hopefully this breaks that scoreless streak. Dixie State going three minutes and one second without a point. This is the first free throw. Brought to you by Vintage at Canyonlands. They're, they're one for 11 in their last field goals. One for 11, Carrick. One for four from downtown. So we're, we're seeing, the, again, seeing the effects of that 2-3 zone. Schofield makes the second. So a 28-19 to 19 lead for Dixie State on your Camping World scoreboard. With 5.50 to go until halftime. Dixie State. Trying to maintain the lead before the break. Burke has it inside. His shot is partially deflected by Hunter Schofield and into the bucket. You don't see that very often, a block shot that goes in that, that easily. So, Pagankoff the other way, knocks in a jumper in the paint, and the team's trade baskets. He's got to get going. You know, Jackson, leader of this team, and, and they – Really rely on his energy and his effort. So he, it's good to get him going. UCCS, quick shot the other way. It's no good. And then Hunter Schofield called for a foul. It's like a loose ball was out front, and, and Schofield got called for a foul. Pa Jack Pagankoff ended up with the ball after the play. And did he shoot a half-court shot? For no reason, he just tossed the ball down the court. Yeah, no one was down there, and he just threw it down the court, and he got he gets nailed with a delay of game warning. Frustration, you know, it's better than a technical. First free throw from Jeff Kelly is up and in. Eight point game, five minutes to go. We talk about those four minute battles. Dixie losing this four minute battle. It's important for them to finish this half. Strong. They've got the guys on the floor that they need. They've got Jack Pagenkoff and Frank Stane, Hunter Schofield, Andre Wilson, and, and Newbold in, or uh, Nichols in. So they're really going with some energy. They've got a lot of toughness. They've really got to answer this run. They have to go in to halftime with the momentum. Five points for Kelly, and he'll check out after making both free throws. 30 to 23. Dixie State lead is down at seven. Wilson. At a pagan calf. The left side and Wilson back to Jack. Jack looking inside his Schofield, but it's tapped taken away. Turnover for Dixie State. Here comes UCCS. 
Into the left corner, Wong for three. No, Andre Wilson goes up high and taps the ball to Pagan Cock. Jack gets inside, spins, hangs. Can't hit, but he's fouled, and two free throws coming for Jack Pagenkopf. It's a good transition there by Dixon. he got to stop on one end, out quickly in transition to, to try to get something going. Coach Judkins doing everything he can to, to light a fire under his team to, to get them going. You know, that's such a big lead early in the game, and, and, you know, you hate to see the lead dwindle like that, but it tells you a lot about your team and, and, and what they've got. They've, they've got it in themselves to, to extend this lead to 10 to 12 before half. Free throws brought to you by Vintage at Canyonlands. And Jack makes the first free throw. He'll have one more. It is up and no good. Too strong off the back iron. And the rebound to Abdiday. 4.35 to go until the break. Dixie State an eight-point lead. Abdiday for three the other way. It rims out. Comes off the front side of the rim, and Andre Wilson snares the rebound. Quick pass ahead to Schofield, spinning to the right, and contact in the lane. No whistle. Bunch of bodies on the floor, but the ball is loose. Goes back up to Wong, and he'll throw it down with two hands for UCCS. Now Here's that run. You know, you see Hunter Schofield. He's frustrated. He spun, and there was a little bit of contact, not enough to get a foul, but that led to an tr- easy transition bucket for the Mountain Lions. 31-25, the lead. That was as high as 17 at one point. At 20 to 3. Has trimmed down to 6. And there's Andre Wilson to try to correct that problem with a 3 from the right wing. Brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Dixie State a 34-25 lead. Wong to the right corner. 3 for Powell the other way. No. And, uh, and Frank Stain is pushed in the back. Going for the rebound. And that'll bring us to the under four media timeout. Dixie State trying to weather the storm and stay in front of a huge three from Andre Wilson. Dixie State 34, UCCS 25. Take a 60-second timeout and come back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 34-25, UCCS had a nine-point lead, but UCCS had battled all the way back and cut it down to a six-point game at 31-25, and Andre Wilson coming up big, and that's been kind of the calling card for this yeah. team, and, you know, others go cold or they're frustrated, or the defense is keeping others from scoring, and next man up, and that was Andre Wilson stepping up with a huge shot from the left wing to give Dixie State a shot in the arm and uh, get their first. They were one for their last 12 before that field goal, from the field, and so Dixie State desperately needed that, and hopefully that'll kind of pull the lid off just a little bit for the Trailblazers. Yeah, it's what they needed. They needed to get a good look there. They got that from Andre Wilson, but now it's on the defensive end. They've got to do a better job defensively, just being smart. You know, they've done a good job with fouls. You know, they've, they've drawn fouls. They've gone to the free throw line. They've, they've done a good job of, of clawing back into this game, being smart with it. Stain is at the line for a pair of free throws after the foul against UCCS. Makes the first one. 
Great game, Frank Stain. Good. I mean, he's, he's got 14 solid, already. Solid half, you know. I mean, he's he's really done well. He's got four rebounds, two steals. Just quality, quality minutes there, Frank Stain. He makes both free throws, and it's a double-digit lead again at 36-25, 3:33 to go until the break. Add today will fire a three, a quick three from the left wing. It rims out, and an offensive foul on William Becker, fighting for the rebound, going over the top. You talk about little things. That was a great block off. You know, got possession. It's it's one of those where Hunter Schofield has probably learned his lesson. You know, he, he's been called for uh, one of those fouls earlier, rebounding foul, and so doing a good job of, of blocking off and getting one himself. First free throw from Schofield is off the back iron. Now Schofield. Couple of misses from the stripe tonight. This one will rattle around and fall through. Hunter with four points tonight. A 37-25 Dixie State lead. Pass inside for UCCS. The tip and taken away by Jacob Nichols. Trailblazers is. Have a steal and want to push it the other way. Pass inside Schofield. Missed it. And UCCS the rebound. A tip and another steal. Pass back ahead to Dason Youngblood in transition. And he'll lay it up and in. That was a great six points for Dason. Awesome right there. Hunter Schofield, wasn't, he was expecting contact. It didn't come. He didn't quite get the basket. But coming back on defense. Heads up play. Catching it and tipping it to a teammate. Long three-point land straight away. He loses it. And it'll be a backcourt violation. A miscommunication between Wong and Jeff Kelly on a dribble handoff. And ball got away. And Kelly trying to say that Dason Youngblood tipped it. But the, the ball just got loose. And Wong knew it all along. When he did the right thing. Yeah. You're trying to protect it. But you have a chance there, you know, for, for a loose ball. And... Uh, you just got to be very careful. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I love this lineup right here. Frank's, Frank Stain, you've got Nichols, Youngblood, uh, Hunter Schofield, and Andre Wilson. This this five has has really responded to that uh, mountain lion run. And down past the Youngblood. D logo, 40 feet from the basket, straight away. Now onto the left corner, Wilson will bounce. Inside of Nichols, one more pass to Stain, and three in the key. Nichols never got out of the key after making that pass. He made the pass, and he had to go set a screen. Yep. He just got a little bit too far and found himself in the key. The screen was a little bit lower than he was hoping. 2.25 to go until the break. Dixie State, a 14-point lead. Wong. And an alley-oop for UCCS from... Patrick Lenny Peck and a Padiat Wong. You know, and as soon as they set that screen, all three Dixie State coaches knew what was coming. They could see that back pick coming on the weak side. And Wong gets up high and throws it back down with both hands. 159 to go and a kicked ball. Dixie State with a 12-point lead still at 39-27. Early buster! Early buster! It's, we're, we're talking like, you know, this, this is a oh, such a letdown. But if you were to say you were up 12 with a minute to go, you'd feel really good, <laughs> feel really good about how the game starts. Schofield. Into the right corner, Wilson. 
to Nichols. Fake the pass to the left corner. Drives inside. They say he traveled. He scored with contact. They're going to say that Nichols traveled. That was a great fake by Nichols. I think he faked everybody on the floor. Yeah. Awesome. You, you can see he catches it two feet. Fake. One, two, three. It's a good three. call. Yeah, good call. 39-27. One thirty-five to go. Long cross-court pass. Here's Kelly fires a three. It rims out. Offensive rebound. Becker. It's tied up by Youngblood. And Dixie State has the arrow. Good, solid defensive possession there for Dixie State. You know, they they got that energy back. You can see that they're they're flying around a little bit. They're, they're active in the rebounds. You can see Jason Youngblood reaching in there and, and tying him up, doing a good job defensively. So, you know, they, they had a little bit of a letdown, but you're seeing them respond very well. Referee's going to have the mop crew come out onto the floor. He's kind of pointing out some spots. And he's going to get an ovation from the crowd and from the Dixie State bench. Early. Uh, he's earning his meal tonight. That's inside Schofield. High off the window and in with a foul. As Youngblood raced it up the floor, bounced inside to Schofield, and he scores with a foul. Let me just paint that picture. The, the ball's out of bounds. It's a side, It's out of bounds underneath the basket. There's uh -huh. plenty of time for people to get set up. Dacian Youngblood. He's got to go the length of the floor. Length of the floor like it was a fast break. Bounce pass to Hunter Schofield. So heads up play there by Dacian Youngblood. And Schofield missed the free throw. He's just two for five from the stripe tonight. Trailblazer lead is 14 once again, 41-27. Here's Wong. Swing it around to Kelly, left wing. 15 to shoot. One away on the game clock. Back into the left corner. Kelly for three. Again, this one short air ball. Tipped around. It's loose. Staines got it from his knees. Passes ahead to Andre Wilson. And Andre to Leighton Parker. Back to Andre, right corner. Bouncing inside Schofield. Schofield kicking it out. Ball is tipped out of his hands and out of bounds. And Hunter kind of reaching his eye like he might have got poked in the eye on that play. Pagan Koff will check in for Andre Wilson with 47.1 seconds remaining on the game clock, 19 to shoot for Dixie State. Youngblood into Pagan Koff, and he'll center it. Now angle back to the right. Swing it to Parker. Open look for three. Left wing. Bang. Leighton Parker. His first bucket of the night. Three-pointers brought to you by Mountain America. 17-point lead, 44-27. Well, that's a 13-2 a run the last three minutes. A great way to close the half. And then on the other end, called for a foul. Was Leighton Parker. And that will send, it's going to be Wong. To the line of four. A pair of free throws. Wong, a 69% free throw shooter. If you look at this lineup right here. This, this is an interesting lineup for Dixie State with Jack Pagenkopf, Layton. You've got Dacian Youngblood, Hunter Schofield, and Frank Stain. So, you know, you've got three guards. You've got Frank Stain probably playing the four for the first time this year and Hunter Schofield. So a, a big lineup adjustment uh, for Dixie State. Very rarely do you see them with... with with those three guards on the floor at the same time. Wong will make the first free throw. He's got one more. 
On the way, tapped out. And Frank Stane going to get called for a foul. Loose ball foul going for the rebound. Well, we talked about Frank Stane playing the four. You know, he's he's not used to that kind of position. There's no excuse. He, he definitely should have had that box out, but uh, there's definitely a little bit of a learning curve here for Frank Stane. Becker misses the first free throw. William Becker, 47% free throw shooter. 23.5 seconds remaining. Shot clock is off. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety then we told stories till it got dark and the big dipper led us all the way home where were you jill we went to the forest it's not that far away ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week it's closer than you think check out discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council it's back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln and zion's bank we now return you to dixie state athletics Welcome back to the 46-28 lead. And uh, I just had a visit from uh, Dixie State great Josh Fuller. Finished up his career here at Dixie State a couple of years ago. And, and it's great to see the alumni and, and the graduates of this, this men's basketball program come back through. And, and it's, they all love to come back uh, and, uh, and watch. Um, word on the street. Uh, is that uh, Brandon Simister, Dixie State point guard, great, from a couple of years ago. Uh, we were told the other day that, that he listens to and watches to every game. So, Brandon, if you're out there uh, listening or watching this game tonight, thanks for watching, man. We miss having you out here on the floor and hope everything is going well for you. Where the Trailblazers, an 18-point lead at the half in, in this one. And, and we welcome you inside the Seven Oaks Jewelers Halftime Report. We'll give you the numbers. Carrick Segmiller and Mike Olson with you inside the Halftime Report. Mike had to step away for just a moment, but he'll rejoin me in a few moments. Dixie State, and you'll take this all day long, 50% from the field in the first half, 16 of 32. Four of eight from downtown, another 50% clip. And then 10 of 15 from the free throw line, 66% from the free throw line for the uh the Trailblazers in the first half. The Trailblazers go uh, 13 assists on 16 made baskets, so you like that uh, that ratio. 13 to six, six turnovers, probably you know a little high. You want to keep that turnover total under 10 for the game. So you're at six right now. If you double that, you're at 12. So now you you're putting some pressure on yourself to keep that under 10 in this half. But you know they did they did change from the man to man to the zone. The 2-3 zone defense, and that wreaked a little bit of havoc for Dixie State as it was a game of runs back and forth. Of course, Dixie State opened up the 20-3 lead early, and then they fought back. You know, Back and forth it went uh, to where UCCS was able to cut it down to just a 31-25, a six-point lead. And then Andre Wilson hit a huge three from the left wing to get it back to 34-25. And then the Trailblazers closed the half on the heels. That sparked the run. Dixie State closed the half on a 15-3 run over the last four minutes 
of the half to take the 46-28 lead. If basketball is a game of runs, it's back and forth, certainly is. And Dixie State was able to weather the storm after the uh, you know UCCS switching up the, the defense wreaked a little bit of havoc with that that 2-3 zone. And and uh, welcome Mike Olson back to the broadcast. And, and uh, Mike was just talking about how game of runs, UCCS switched up their defense, kind of slowed Dixie State down for a little bit, but then Dixie State figured it out, went back another 15-3 run, and it's an 18-point game at the half and uh you know for the most part they had a little bit of a lull but couldn't have asked for a for much better performance in the first half for dixie state no i think the early you know when, when you look at big plays uh an early catering concept play of the game i think right now has got to go to the andre wilson three that was such a critical shot you know you, you talked about that zone it was really changing the way dixie approached that half and it, it threw him off a little bit and coach judkins made a few substitutions and made a few adjustments and and Andre Wilson stepped up and hit that three and that really sparked that that late run by Dixie State so uh, that's that's an early option right there for the catering concepts play of the game absolutely let's take a look at our first half highlights and I'm sure that three will certainly be part of them but our first half highlights 60 second off to a great and it is Frank Stain knocking in the yeah. three from the right wing and he had another basket I mean anytime Frank can start hot it's good Hunter had a, had a good runner there Hunter Schofield in the lane, and then Frank hitting another three from the right wing. Anytime you see Frank hit his first couple of shots, it's a good sign for Dixie State. Yeah, that's you know Cameron Chatwin had three fouls, but that was a great bucket for for Cameron. Jason Youngblood. This was the the pick and roll ball got a little bit loose, but Jared was able to scoop back in. And Greens he had six points in the first half. Those are big points. Jack Pagankoff. Dixie State really needed a bucket when they hit that shot as well a jumper in the lane and then here's andres wilson wilson's three from the left wing our leading candidate right now for catering concepts play of the game Jason Youngblood broke free he had a dunk the other night and so the crowd got a little excited <laughs> when he got free but he did the smart thing laid it up there's your dunk for the first half and alley-oop for uccs as wong threw it back down and this was that play where Jason Youngblood kind of caught uccs off guard kind of sleeping a little bit he raced up the floor bouncing the hunter and he scored it and there it is from the other angle. Got an and one for that. Yeah, it's great, great half there by Dixie State. I think Coach Judkins saw a lot out of his team. He, he saw a great start. You know, they, they let it up a little bit, but then they came back, got back to what they were doing. They made some adjustments. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure in the locker room right now, they're, they're talking about balance. They're, they're talking about court awareness. And, hey, we, we have to recognize what defense they're in, and we're good. If, if they're in a man-to-man, let's run our stuff and execute. If they're in a zone, that's fine, too. Let's be patient. Let's run our zone offense. Uh, we, we don't need to panic. We don't need to get worried and, and just execute our stuff. You know, there's not one thing out here that UCCS has done that Dixie has not been ready for. The problem is, is they're just kind of catching them off guard a little bit with when they're doing it. So I, I think these these halftime adjustments uh, for, for Dixie State is going to be, well, once again, handle the press. Get into the half-court offense, man-to-man or zone, make him pay for it, get it, pass up a good shot for a better shot, keep playing together, passing the ball. I love the fact that what they finished, four turnovers. You know, Dixie finished the half on four, was it six? Six. Six turnovers. Six turnovers. So, you know, and, and they, they played 12 minutes with only two turnovers. So did a very good job of, of handling the ball and doing a good job of taking care of it and maximizing each possession. So if we look back and take a look at our Lottie Boys Barbecue keys to the game, uh, it was win the four-minute battles, and certainly they won most. I think there was a couple. You know, there was a run where UCCS, one. the third one, they, the third that, one, that, got back in the game, cut it down to six, and then Dixie State turned it back on. And so, you know, of those 
four-minute battles. Dixie State lost only one of those. Uh, maximized each possession. Dixie State with six turnovers, so not turning the ball over too much. And like you said, a couple turnovers late. Otherwise, it would have been under five, and Dixie State would have had a great chance to finish this game under ten. And uh, so that was that second uh, key to the game, maximize each possession. Uh, and then the last one was win the the, bat, the war of the boards. Dixie State a 20-18 to 18 lead on the boards right now, including 6-5 uh, to five on the offensive glass and uh, the Trailblazers. So if you grade those out, Dixie State has been doing a fantastic job so far on those Lonnie Boys barbecue keys to the game. It's Frank Stain with 15 points, 8 points for Hunter Schofield, 6 points for Jared Green and Dason Youngblood, 3 points each for Jack Paganikoff and Andre Wilson, as well as Leighton Parker, and 2 points for Cameron Chatwin. That'll do it for our Seven Oaks Jewelers halftime report. We'll take a 90-second timeout, a 90-second timeout to come right back with the second half on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln, and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back inside the Prince Arena, Dixie State, a 46-28 lead. Thanks for tuning in throughout tonight's broadcast, and thanks Seven Oaks Jewelers, sponsoring our halftime report, and all of our sponsors, and especially Camping World, our scoreboard sponsor. Trailblazers, a 46-28 lead on the Camping World scoreboard as we start the second half. Both teams back to the original starters. And UCCS with the first possession of the second half. Here we go, underway. Here's Wong, left corner. 19 to shoot, plenty of time still. I give it to Burke. Now out to Abdide, left wing three on the way and in. Good start for UCCS, patient. They worked the ball around, and Abdide splashes in the three. That, you know, that was a scripted first play. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. They were patient, just like you said, and, and waited for that opportunity and, and caught Dixie on a miscommunication on a switch uh, that led to that open shot. 46-31, Dixie State by 15. First possession of the second half now for Dixie State. Youngblood, path cut off, so he goes to the baseline, tries to pass into Green, and it's tipped out of bounds by Avdide. Dixie State will have four seconds to find a shot. Paganikoff to trigger baseline left side. Bounces into Hunter Schofield with three. I'm not sure if he sees the shot clock. Spins, floats with the right. It's short. And the rebound to UCCS. They got the shot they wanted. Just wasn't able to hit it. Wong quickly up the other way. And a foul against Jack Paganikoff as Wong had Jack on his heels. And he's able to get the contact and the foul. And and one for Wong. He's got 11 points tonight. And he'll have a chance to make it 12. And the lead's down to 13. You know, we talked about earlier how he, he's Wong's a tough guy to guard. He, he, he's athletic. He's good off the dribble. But, you know, he's got a decent shot. So you've got to respect that. He, he's just a very tough matchup for whoever's guarding him. Wong misses the free throw. Dason Youngblood, the rebound. Dribbles up the floor. Finds himself open at the free throw line. So he fires. And it's too strong. And back the other way. Goddess inside. He's fouled. And free throws coming. Who's this one on? Hunter Schofield. Now, Carrick, we talked in the first half how good the transition defense was. That's twice now we've seen Dixie not quite get back in time. And, you know, they're they're really pushing the ball. But 
you know, that there wasn't a lot of contact on that. I think that that was a call that probably would have not been called the first half. So, so players need to now make adjustment. They're going to call those little contact fouls, especially in transition. Goddess will miss the free throw. And he'll have one more. 72% free throw shooter has got us this season. And tonight is two for five from the stripe. Knocks that one in. Make it three for six. Six points for Goddess. And a 46-34 Dixie State lead. A 12-point advantage with 18-43 to go. Hagen Kopp will set up the offense straight away. Now to Schofield, deep two. Free throw line extended for Hunter Schofield. He splashes it home. You know, he's so comfortable with that mid-range jumper. He comes off that screen, and he's ready. That's, that's a high-percentage shot there for Hunter Schofield. 48-34, Dixie State by 14. Here's Burke. Top of the key, Avdide. Drives inside. He dribbled off his own foot and out of bounds. Turned it over. Somebody got their hand in there. A, a nice little reach in that knocked the ball off of his knee. So a very good heads-up play by somebody. Couldn't see who it was, but... The replay, uh, Youngblood. Dacian Youngblood. Great heads-up play there. Good hands by Dacian Youngblood to get the tip without the foul. Give that man a steal for that play. Yes. 18-08 to go. Dixie State, a 14-point lead. Stain catches on the left wing. Bounces to Schofield. Operating baseline left side. Did he travel or did he step out of bounds? Travel. He saw Hunter Schofield come off that baseline screen. Uh, on the ball side, he found himself just a little bit too low, so he had to shuffle his feet to try to get position to go up and shoot. It's awkward when you try to go shoot, but you're behind the backboard. You know, he, he shuffled his feet, and a good call there by the officials. 17:45 remaining in regulation. Dixie State a 14-point lead at 48-34. Here's Burke, tipped and nearly taken away by Jack Paganikoff. Instead, it goes back the other way. And Avdide knocks in a three for UCCS. Dixie State coaches were clamoring for a foul from Ed Burke. They felt like they threw Jack Pagenkopf to the floor. And we go inside, a pick and roll. Pick and and roll Hunter Schofield lays it up and in the other way. Solid pick and roll. Great pass. That little bounce pass on that screen and roll. Such a high percentage shot for Dixie State. UCCS with possession. Wong. Passing the end line off of Frank Stain. They can say he kicked it. They will. There's Judkins trying to argue how to reset. The referee saying he kicked the ball. And UCCS with possession. Avdide will lob into Burke. Has to chase it all the way back down to the timeline. Gives the goddess. Leaves the ground in the lane, has to pass it away, and he turns it over. Good defense by Dixie State. Turnover, and they'll get the ball back. A great interior defense right there. You know, they, they stayed the ground. They weren't jumping. They were very grounded. Uh, did a very good job of communicating and, and doing a better job of protecting the paint. You know, UCCS has gone on that run with a lot of points in the paint. Uh, Dixie jo doing a better job of containing it. Megan Cox. Into the lane, behind the back, can't get it to go. He'll have free throws. We would have had another candidate for a catering concepts play of the game on our hands if he'd have made that one. We'll take another look at it. One dribble, two dribbles, behind the back to get away from Burke, and then goes up, hangs, 
scoop shot off the window, and it just would not crawl over the, the rim. He'll make the first free throw. It's a big-time move right there. You know, you, It's the type of move you, you practice on the playground all the time. A kid growing up, you, you try to bust one of those out on your friend once in a while. But to do that in a game of this caliber, you know, it's confidence. Uh, it's, it's Jack Payton that knows he can do it. Uh, too bad he couldn't convert. He makes both free throws. Jack with five points tonight. And it's a 52-37 Dixie State lead with 16.33 to go. Abdi-Day for UCCS. Set things up the other way. Commithier. Inside looking for Becker and a whistle and a foul. Called against Hunter Schofield. That's a big one. That's his third. His third. So, you know, uh, Coach Judkins has got a decision. You can let him play with three or looks like he's going to go with Cameron Chatwin here for a few minutes. And he's signaling over to the bench. He didn't want to come out. He said, I'm good. Well, leave me in. With, with 16-22, got a media coming yeah. up. So that's a smart move there by Coach Judkins. Comithier inside. The putback, no, but a whistle rings out again. As it's Becker that's fouled again, and this time it's Cameron Chatwin, and that's going to be four on Cameron Chatwin. You know, this is where you love the depth of Dixie State. You know, you, Hunter Schofield picks one up, and you can go with Cameron Chatwin. Cameron Chatwin picks one up, and you can go with it with Nichols. Uh, you still got Jared Green. I mean, there, there's a lot of depth inside for Dixie State. Becker will miss the free throw off the right side. to go. We were talking during the halftime break that, you know, Cam Chatwin only played five minutes in the first half, and we didn't remember picking up three fouls in the first half, but he did, and picked up number four there. Becker will get that shot to go. 52-38, Dixie State, 14-point lead. Approaching the under-16 media. 16.05 remaining. Here's Pagan Cop at the right elbow. Shake and bake and loses. Stolen by Wong, the Armac leader in steals. Over to Avdide. Back to Wong. Wong averaging nearly three steals per game. He'll drive the baseline and he's fouled. Five to one foul count. And the fouls against Nichols. 15.48 to go. Dixie State a 14-point lead. 52-38. Dixie State. On top by 14, 60 second time out and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 52-38, Dixie State, a 14-point lead with 15-48 remaining here in the second half. Trailblazers, for the first six or four minutes of this half, two of four from the field, 50%. Uh, they're continuing to be 50% from the field for the game at 18 of 36. For UCCS, they're three of four from the field, 75% clip over the first four minutes, and UCCS has been aggressive, getting inside, and it's a 5-1 to one foul count, but there is contact down there, and 
That's the UCCS game plan. Clearly, this half is get inside and create contact. You know, and we also talked about how important rebounds were. It's exactly tied. 21 rebounds apiece. A rebounding is critical to the last 15-48 of this game. It'll be Avdide to trigger baseline right side. Into Becker. Becker out to Manny Peckin. To Wong. Behind the back dribble loses, and it's stolen or tipped away at least by Jacob Nichols. The ball eventually is tied up, and that was a diving effort by Jacob Nichols to tap that ball away. He loved that effort. You know, he's just playing hard. Now it's a 50-50 ball. Wayne lost it just a little bit, and uh, Jacob Nichols there to get the hustle play. 15-36 remaining. 52-38 at Dixie State lead. And Trailblazers with possession. Try to go on a little run here and create a little bit more separation. Nichols to Frank Stain. Wilson. Shot is blocked by Becker, and Becker comes down with it. Pass ahead to Wong, and he'll drive coast to coast. Missed it, and Jared Green trailing the play, snares the rebound. Hands off to Pagankoff into the left corner. Wilson fakes. Now to Green. Pump fake, spinning back left. And it's stripped out of his hands, and it's loose. Wong with it again. Pass ahead to Lenny Peckin, and it's tipped out of bounds by Dixie State. A wild sequence. Yes. <laughs> you got to love Jack's hustle there, you know, sprinting down the middle of the court. He's, <laughs> he was down the court every time. He, he running right down the middle of the court, but he had the awareness to get his hand out and get a tip. So, you know, that I think that, that tip right there uh, prevented a, a fast break. And it looks like. Frank Stain is going to come off the floor, replaced by Leighton Parker. Kind of jammed a finger or hand or something on that last play. Hopefully he can get back into the game and he's okay. UCCS with possession. Wong left wing. Let's get past the right wing, Kamithier. Kamithier back to Wong. Now to Becker. Becker to Avdide. To Wong. Left wing. A pump fake. Drives inside. Hang shot blocked by Jared Gring. Green comes down with it, hands off to Pagankoff. He's one-on-one -on -one with Avdide. Passes to Parker, back to Wilson. Steps into a three, left wing, short, and Wong the rebound. Wong pass ahead to Becker, one dribble. Stripped away by Wilson, regains. Kicks out Kamithier, right wing. Drives inside, now Becker. Kick it out to Lenny Peckin. Lenny Peckin, jumper in the lane, no. And a whistle and a foul on the loose ball again. It's Jacob Nichols. Six fouls called against Dixie State already. We're not even six full minutes into the second half. You know, a, a lot of those fouls are coming in rebounds. You know, they're, they're either not blocking off or in, in this one right here, you can see the, the shot goes up, goes off the rim. It's tipped a little bit. I was the one right before that. I don't know where the foul is. Maybe they caught him for a push. Push Maybe off, small push. Low, yeah. In the back. 14-10 remaining. And things for sure, Dixie State getting their money's worth in the foul department tonight. Avdide, left side jumper, no, but it's tapped back in by Wong. Check that, it was Lenny Peckin with the tip. A foul against UCCS on the way back up the floor. Now when, you, when you look at Wong, Wong, Wong's our leading scorer right now with 11. He's 4 for 8 from the field, 0 for 2 from the three-point line. You see Dixie respecting that drive. Going to make him hit a three before they allow him 
to beat him on the dribble again. Schofield looking inside a Newbold. Newbold seemed to have the position, but Schofield wasn't comfortable throwing the pass. Instead, they work it back around, back into Hunter Schofield, and he's fouled on a layup attempt. Two free throws coming for Hunter Schofield. Another good move by Hunter Schofield. He's really good at filling the defense. He knows where he's at. He can fill the defender, and he does a good job of, of going to either his right or left shoulder, uh, that time drawing the foul and very close to picking up a 2-1. and one. Misses the first free throw. Schofield, a 76% free throw shooter this season. Tonight is 2 for 7 from the stripe. Second one on the way, and he misses both. 52-40, Dixie State a 12-point lead, and then Hunter's going to pick up his fourth foul on the other end of the floor, trying to close out on a defender. Uh, look, a little like a frustration foul. You know, Hunter Schofield walking off the floor, holding his arm. That's the second time he's he's held that, that shoulder of that arm. And, uh, here to Burke. No, he, I think he's regains, mad himself. Spins away, floats it up. No, no coming missed back, it. He's fouled. He'll get the ball and, and make a play. And got whistled for a foul. You know, you hate to see. Oh, that, 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 that's big. I mean, that eighth team foul, you know, they're going to be shooting the rest of 1254. Uh, you know, th th those fouls are really going to hurt Dixie State. You know, it's, it's been the difference this half. First free throw is up and off the left side for Ed Burke. He got beat, and he was trying to come back and contest a shot. If he just gap him just a little bit, you know, and, and when, when they do that little switch right there, he's, he's got to communicate a little bit, talk about Josh Newbold, and, and keep him in front of him and, and not let him beat him to the with the dribble. Burke will make the second free throw, and a timeout called on the floor. It'll stretch to immediate timeout. 12.54 to go. Dixie State a 52-43 lead. It's below 10. We'll take a 60-second time out and come back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. They'll challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 12.54 to go in the second half. Dixie State a 52-43 lead. Trailblazers have gone three minutes and 44 seconds without scoring. It's a current 6-0 run for UCCS. And meanwhile, Dixie State's one of his last four from the field. Hey, look at that. UCCS shot 20. They've shot 25 free throws. The game Dixie's 19. You know, at this point, Kirk, when you're up nine, second half, 12 minutes to go, you don't need stills. You need stops. And, you know, you, you look at the last few 
fouls by Dixie State. They're going for steals. They need stops right now. A lot more important than they need steals. If they're playing behind, yeah, you can gamble and try to go for some steals. But right now, they just need stops. Pagan Cop kicks to Parker. Back to Jack in the right corner. Pagan Cop accelerates, hangs, draws some contacts, flips it back up off the window and in. No foul call, but he'll take the bucket. Seven points for Jack Pagankoff and a big bucket there. A really big move there by Jack Pagankoff. He's, you know, he's very crafty when he gets inside right there. 54-43 and a travel. Long traveled on the other end of the floor. 12-21 to go. And Dixie State will get it back. And this is what happened when Andre Wilson made that three in the first half. Weather the storm, weather the storm, and then find a big bucket like Pagankoff. And we'll see if Dixie State can snowball it. Into a run of their own. Youngblood. Back to Pagankoff. A screen from Green. Drives to the right side. Pulls up. 17-footer off the back iron. Tries it. He does chase down his own rebound. Follow your shot, kids. He did it so calmly. You know, he, <laughs> he missed the shot. He's just taking he just a walk in the park. Ran through there and picked up the ball and set up the offense again. To Green. Nine to shoot for Dixie State. Parker. 15-footer right side. Short. Long. Goes up high and traps it against the backboard and then brings it down. We are under 12s of the media timeout coming next whistle, which is right now. Pagankoff with a tip. It's uh, there. Coach Judkins arguing that it should be their ball, but Pagankoff got a hand on it. Yeah. The, the ball clearly changed direction on the way up the floor. So 11.39 to go. Dixie State, a 54-43 lead. We see Jack touched it with his hand, and it's out of bounds. It'll stay with UCCS. 54-43, 60-second timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 54-43, Carrick Segmiller, Mike Olson with you inside the Burns Arena, Dixie State Basketball. Live in the Trailblazer Basketball Network, it's CEC-TV, Radio Dixie 91.3 FM, and the Dixie State Stretch Internet Portal. Appreciate you making us part of your night. Of course, the back-to-back we've got tonight. We've got Colorado School of Mines in town. We'll give you an update from Salt Lake City. It was... A one-score game in the first half, but late in the second, Westminster has taken a 57-46 lead over Colorado School of Mines with 7.15 to go. Of course, Colorado School of Mines here tomorrow night. Abdi-Data inbound for UCCS out of the timeout. 11.38 remaining. Long catch-and-shoot three left wing, and it's in. Rattles it home. Miscommunication or a missed assignment somewhere as Wong was left wide open. He's, he's a real good player, you know. He's, he's he's solid. 11 points tonight, 14 points on five of nine shooting, one for three from downtown. Pagankoff dribbles around in the right corner, then stops and pops a three and knocks it in. Three pointers brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Makes a three, and then Coach Judkins calls a timeout, and that's clearly to talk about what happened defensively before that three point make. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's talking to Jason Youngblood about what happened with the miscommunication on that last possession where Wayne got got open. It looks like he was looking for a switch or something happened. There was a little bit of a miscommunication, but right away, Coach Judkins wanted to get that squared away very quickly. This is our third timeout. We haven't even played two minutes. 
you know, since we've had three timeouts in two minutes. So that shows you both coaches, very strategic. You know, they know what's at stake here with 11-16 to go. Uh, there's a lot of gamesmanship going on right now. Coaches working their tails off, uh, putting their teams in position to win this ballgame. Eleven sixteen to play, Dixie State, a 57-46 lead after a huge Mountain America th- Credit Union three-pointer by Jack Pagankoff, and Jack's got 10 points now after the make. I can play we go. Here's Wong. Maybe for Kamithier. Abdiday. Back to Wong. Wong dribble through the legs. Swing it back to Abdiday. Eight to shoot. Fires a three. Misses off the right side. And Jacob Nichols the rebound. Outlet pass to Pagankoff. Jack surveys his options. Kicks it back. Nichols. Bounces inside, threads the needle to Jared Green. He gets to the bucket and scores with a foul. They're going to say he traveled. Wipe it off the board. Jared Green traveled before he got the ball off on the window. Oh, it's a great post right there. He's saw in great position. He kind of lost handle, but again, he's, he's, he's underneath the basket. You know, And that's going to be an emphasis, I'm sure, tomorrow in film and in practice next week. That's twice we've seen Dixie big, their post players, too far underneath the basket have to shuffle their feet and get better position. 10.30 to play. Dixie State, 11-point advantage, 57-46. Commithier. Top of the key to Kelly. Back to Wong. 40 feet from the bucket, standing in the bison head and the D logo. Wong drives inside. It's tipped, taken away. It is loose now. Shot clock down to three. Day doesn't see it. Pass to Kelly, and he's blocked by Jacob Nichols. A shot clock violation. <laughs> That's great. Heads up play. You know, Jack Pagenkopf got the tip. You know, it tipped it back to half court, and, and by the time Wayne got it, the shot clock was down under 10 and uh, just couldn't find the rhythm. But, you know, Jacob Nichols doing a very good job of getting in position to pick up the block. You know, as soon as the whistle went, you were worried that they were going to call maybe foul. a foul. Jacob Nichols did a great job keeping both feet on the ground, both hands straight up. A very good defense there as a team for Dixie State. When Pagankoff was aware of the shot clock all the way, as Pagankoff will drive inside, bounces to Frank Stain. He'll get to the bucket, high off the window on Ed. Haven't seen Frank for a little while, but he checks back in and gets a bucket immediately. 17 points for Frank Stain and a 59-46 Dixie State lead. Avdide for three the other way, and he buries it. Well, there it is. He's good coming off those screens. You know, we saw the possession before. He came off the screen to get a shot at the top. This time, same play, just on the right wing coming off the screen for uh, another three-point look. 59-49. Stain. The young blood. Dakes into the free throw line. Back to Frank. An open look for three left wing. Pushed it off the right side. It's loose. Pagankoff is pushed to the ground. And they're going to call a foul. Uh, but he hit Wang. Jack Pagankoff is all over the floor. You know, how many times tonight have we said a tip by Jack Pagankoff? You know, sometimes you don't get the steals, but it's those little tips like that. Going after the ball and those loose balls that it doesn't show up in a stat sheet anywhere, but Jack Pagenkopf doing an excellent job tracking that ball down and playing the passing lanes and, and being active enough to create some turnovers for his team. Trailblazers with it. Youngblood trying to go pick and roll with Jared Green. Went no look on the pass. He threw it away. And the steal. Here come the Mountain Lions the other way. Goddess. 
Pass up a three in the left corner. Instead, he'll pass it back out to Wong. And the Mountain Lions reset. Avdide, a couple of dribbles and then fires a three and misses badly off the left side. Dason Youngblood, the rebound. He'll push it up the floor. Drives inside. Misses. The putback from Nichols misses. And the ball falls into the hands of Wong. And here come the Mountain Lions. A lob. And an alley-oop play as Kamithier didn't have quite enough to jump up and dunk it, but he caught it and scored it. And it's an eight-point game, 59-51, with 8.20 to go. Green, deep two, straight away, and it rims out UCCS the rebound. Pass ahead, Kamithier again missed it. And Dixie State the rebound. And Jack is fouled on his way up the floor by Avdide. The fifth team foul of the half against UCCS. And that brings us to the under eight media timeout. Strap on your seatbelts. We've got a good one. 7.56 to go. Dixie State trailing 59-51. 60-second timeout and back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 7.56 to play. Dixie State, a 59-51 lead. And to this point, Dixie State has been able to weather each storm and each UCCS run, but now it's down to eight, the lowest that it's been since it was six uh, late in the second half. And we'll see how Dixie State responds here with 7.56 to go. You know, it has a feel like Dixie State should be up by more yeah. than just eight, but UCCS quietly creeping and chipping away at this lead. And, it's a single-digit lead at eight, and if Dixie State's not careful, they could see themselves in a one- or two-position game down the stretch. Well, they led 46-28, the largest lead. They've led the whole game. I'll tell you, the, the key there is those fouls. You know, they, Dixie's yeah. had to play a lot of minutes without Hunter Schofield or Cameron Chatwin, both in foul trouble. And so having those two guys back on the floor, they're fresh. You know, you had great minutes by Jared Green, but he's tired. He had to play a lot filling in for those two guys sitting on the bench with foul trouble. Back in play we go. We got Chatwin and Schofield in with four fouls each. Andre Wilson, a three right wing. No. Offensive rebound, Chatwin to Hunter Schofield. Left elbow jumper, no. Offensive rebound, Cameron Chatwin. No, and right on cue. That's what we're talking about. You know, they, they had been out-rebounded offensively until that moment where Cameron Chat Chatwin got two offensive rebounds. Stain bounces to Schofield, and he loses. A turnover. Here comes Wong, and he pushes off on Hunter Schofield on his way up the floor, and an offensive foul called, and Wong can't believe it, but it's absolutely the right call. Full extension on the arm in the back of Hunter Schofield. He thought he got away with it. You can see it right there. The arm extended fully. Well, and the referee's in great position yeah. to see that. He was trailing the play. He was back at a great angle, and... You're right. You know, he got called. Maybe not a call the first half. You know, maybe that's that's let that go. But certainly uh, that, that was an easy call right there. Wong picks up the foul, his fourth. And that is huge. Wong playing with four fouls. He's still in the game. Schofield shot his block. It's loose into the hands of Chatwin. Another offensive rebound to Pagankoff, and they say he traveled. And with that, Jeff Kelly is able to check in for Wong. 
Well, good ball movement there by Dixie State. And, you know, you saw it in and out, and, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to go down low to their big guys. It's, it's tough. You know, for Hunter Schofield and Cameron Chatwood to sit that long, you know, you get a little bit tight, you're out of your rhythm. It's going to take them a few few minutes to get going. And then UCCS a turnover. Dixie State's got it. That ball slipped right through the hands of Becker. Wilson will bounce into Chatwin. Reverse from right to left is fouled, so he couldn't even get the shot on frame, but he'll get two free throws. The foul goes against Parker Goddess. Okay, Cameron Chatwin doing a good job, you know, in quality minutes. It's tough. It's frustrating. You know, you sit on the bench that long and wonder when you're going to get your chance. You're just aching to get back into the game and, and making the most of his minutes. And it's, it's going to be key for Dixie State to get these two big guys going. You know, you've got to get him some good looks at the basket. You know, he's getting some good offensive rebounds, a good move right there with a the shot fake up and under. Uh, they can get those two going. I think it's enough to extend this lead right there and pick up a win for Dixie State. Chowan misses the first free throw. We'll have one more. Got to get this lead back out to nine on the way in. Chowan with three points. 60 to 51. Dixie State, a nine point lead. 6.35 remaining. Comithier is to Goddess. Through the leg, shrivel to the left side. Comithier back to Goddess straight away. Touch pass around the horn inside. Now Becker kicking it back out into the right corner. And Jeff Kelly splashes home a three. Kelly's got 10 points, and it's a six-point game again. Well, you 60 can't, to 54. You can't let them get their confidence, Kerry. I mean, they're playing from behind. Now they're starting to smell it a little bit. That you know, here, Here's their opportunity. So they've got to find those shooters and, and extend their defense a little bit. Pagan Kopp with six minutes remaining here in regulation. He'll step into a three to try to answer it. Rims out. Rattles home, but then bounces back out. And here comes UCCS the other way. Kelly, another three wide open, and he hits it. It's a three-point game. Jeff Kelly has 13 points. You know, again, that was deep. You know, it's a deep shot, but that's that confidence again. You know, I mean, they've battled back. They've, they've, they've been down. Uh, they're, they're fighting back. Now Dixie's got to answer it. 11-1 run. For UCCS over the last 4.05. Shot clock at 10. Here's Jack Pagankopf with 9, with 8 to Andre Wilson. Right wing 3 to answer. Bang! The second huge shot of the night by Andre Wilson. Yeah. He's got 6 points, and they've all been from beyond the arc, and that is a huge bucket from Wilson. Here's Goddess from UCCS. 4.55 to go, Dixie State. A 6-point lead. Goddess, right wing. Shot clock to seven. He stops, pops a mid-range jumper left side, and a whistle and a foul. And it's going to go against Dixie State. It's Jack Pagankoff. You know, it's, that, that, that's a tough one. You know, I, I, I'm a little bit confused on what he's calling. That. He called the foul on Jack Pagankoff for pushing him out of bounds, but it looks like he's blocking off. You know, I don't, I don't know what he, he, what the official Jack, saw, Jack. but... But Jack was just trying to get in position to block off. You know, he, he's a guard blocking off a 6'9 center. And he's just trying to get low and use his body. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he chalked that up just a bad angle. You know, the official saw maybe him, him trying well, to block. It looked like he may have had his, his right hand around his, around his the, right, the right leg of, of William Becker. And maybe to the official from that angle, it looked like he was kind of hooking yeah. around his leg and pulling back a little bit. 
The front end of the one and one is no good. He had to foul somebody. He picked the right person to foul. 63-57. BC State a six-point lead with 4.35 remaining. Pagan accounts. So Wilson, he traveled. No, Mountain Lions back to that 2-3 zone. You know, they, they switched a few possessions ago. You know, they go back to that 2-3 zone. You know, Dixie's one for their last eight. You know, so they're, they're struggling to, to find that rhythm offensively. More travels tonight than I remember the rest of the season combined. Yeah. Wong will step into a three left wing. He missed it badly. Ricochets off the backboard and off the rim, but UCCS able to chase down the offensive rebound. Kelly to Avdide. Guarded by Chatwin. Inside, missed it. And the rebound to Hunter Schofield, and he's fouled by William Becker. His fourth. Hunter Schofield doing a good job of, of contesting that shot. You know, I, I love that he didn't go for the block. You can see he just went straight up. He went up to contest it. Uh, did a good job of altering the shot. Wasn't worried about getting a block shot. Did a great job, great defensive play that led to his team coming down here. Uh, picking up another foul. Leads us to that four-minute media timeout. Four minutes remaining. Dixie State 63, UCCS 57. Let's take just a 30-second timeout, just a 30, and come right back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln, and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back inside the Burns Arena. Trailblazers lead at 63-57. And Andre Wilson has himself two separate catering concept play of the game candidates, a three-point shot in each, in each half. And that's the six points that he had tonight. But when you've needed someone to step up and, and have a run-stopping three, it's been him in each half, and the Trailblazers lead by six. Yeah, it's, it's a big six. You know, the last four minutes, we talked about the four-minute battles, Carrick. It comes down to exactly four minutes. Dixie has a six-point lead, four minutes to go. They've they've kind of found that rhythm offensively. They can expect, you know, the Mountain Lions to come out in the zone. They haven't pressed as much the second half. So, so if Dixie can be smart and take care of the ball, they, no turnovers. They've got 14 turnovers uh, here in the game, so they've got to do a better job taking care of it. But look at fouls. Fouls are critical. Mountain Lions have four guys with four. Dixie have two guys with four, so fouls could be a factor. Hunter Schofield misses the front end of the one-and-one, and and Schofield is struggling from the line tonight. He's two of eight. As a team, Dixie State 13 of 22 from the stripe. Avdide. Bounces inside. Becker tried to dunk it. He's blocked and a whistle and a foul. And it's going to be Hunter Schofield and he's done. Oh, that, that, that's a tough call there for Hunter Schofield. You know, rolling, trying to contest. He's just had a tough night. You know, that, that's a tough matchup for him. Uh, he just hasn't been able to find his rhythm. He, he's doing exactly what he's always done. That's a great contest. Goes up. Oh. Got the ball first, and then he hit hit the hand. He did get his wrist, got the hand, but he got the ball first. Uh, You know, he's he's aggressive. You know, he's going after that defensive play. We we talked about contesting, but Dixie's got to play. You know, three minutes and 41 seconds 
uh, without Hunter Schofield. So it, it's on guys like Jared Green, who, who could definitely step up and play some quality minutes here. He's, he's done it tonight. Becker misses the first free throw. That touched every bit of the yep. rim and fell off. 3.41 remaining. NC State clinging to a six-point lead at 63-57 if you're just joining us. And William Becker at the line for one more for UCCS, and he misses the second one as well. Good foul. 335 to play. Can Dixie State take advantage of the missed free throw? Both teams shooting very poorly from the stripe today. Here's Youngblood to Frank Stain. Out of Pagankoff. Crossing over to his left. Accelerates off the window and in with the left hand. Jack Pagankoff, your senior leader, gets inside and gets a big bucket. He's got 12. Eight point lead. Smooth. He took on both big guys that time with his left hand. Just a quick, hard dribble to the rim. Straight to the rim. Expecting contact. Great move by Jack Pagankoff. 65-57. He stayed an eight point lead. Wong leads for Becker. Becker to Avdide. Over to Wong. Wong into the lane with the right hand. Missed it. Gets his own rebound. It's tipped out to him. And then a foul on the putback. It's like it's going to be Jared Green. And that's going to be his third. Man, that's, I'm saying it again. Wang is hard to guard. You know, he, he is as hard to guard as pterodactyl is for me to spell. You know, like he just <laughs> does such a good, you don't know how to prepare for him. That time, if you look, if you look at that possession, he drove, he got his own rebound, and he's just so slippery inside there. He's very good at getting it and exploding up to the rim and, and creating offense for his team. He stepped up and really played hard tonight. And Wong's going to miss both free throws, and Frank Stain with a huge rebound. And a foul called. Oh, oh they're going to reap. It's on Abdili, but... You know, they're going to look at and see if elbow and Frank Stain brought the elbows up too high. You know, the, the, the call was uh, the official made the call that he didn't give him the the room. And you saw him motion both hands up and down saying that he has space and he violated that space. So that's what the foul call was. Now they're going to go back and look and see was the foul was the was the contact initiated by Frank Stain's elbows higher than his chest. Official review, 2.46 to play. Dixie State, a 65-57 lead. As they take a look. Adam, we haven't seen it on our monitor yet. As they look at the official here, we're going to get it on our monitor now. We're getting to see, Mike and I are getting to see the same thing that the, the referees are seeing. At this point, comes down with it. He did bring the elbow up. There's no contact made. No, there's no, there's a tough angle. This will be a little bit angle. You see his arms, there, there's not contact. Both guys are reaching in. You've got two guys reaching in. Frank Stain looks like a basketball move. Yeah. You know, he's, he's trying to clear yeah, his space. It was. To me, it looked like a great basketball move by Frank Stain trying to get out of a double team. He's got the ball high. Uh, he, he rotated. Yeah, his his elbows were high, but it wasn't a deliberate throw and elbow. He kept his elbows tucked. When you see it, he brings the ball above his head. 
I think that's, to me, that looks like textbook, just pivot out of a double team. And, there, and there's no contact. I mean, Kelly, or Avdide, does fall backwards a little bit as he's trying to avoid contact. I mean, I... And... They're not going to call anything further. Yeah, that's, I think it's the right call. To look at it. Get it right. I mean, it's okay to go and look at it. Yeah, but very I, do, I do feel like sometimes reviews take a little bit too long. Yeah, well, and, and, and it's a free timeout. It's, free t- <laughs> it's a free timeout, and I believe Dixie's shooting, right? So Frank Stanton yes. has a chance to get some water, regroup. Yeah, the foul will go against Avdide. And how often do you see a foul called on 15 black? But we're going to go and review it to see if it's actually – a more aggressive foul on the guy that on got guy that got fouled. Big free throws here by Frank Stain. He's got 17 points, 2.46 to go. Uh, this is a big moment for Dixie State. Front end of the one-and-one one here for Frank Stain. Boy, he's had to think about this free throw for forever and a day. Well, his teammates were good. You know, they were talking to him, joking around, keeping him loose, and not letting him think about it. First one on the way. Cool as a cucumber. Knocks it in. Not a freshman. Step up and hit this shot. Calm, collected, 18 points. 18 points. One more. Good. Nine of nine for the line for Frank Stain. Jacob Nichols will check in for Cameron Chatwin. You can only, once you get past that that new year and the break, it's, you're not a freshman anymore, right? You've you've, you've got enough games under your belt. 67-57. Dixie State a 10-point lead. Avdide backing in on Nichols, feeling a little mismatch, and he's fouled. I don't think that's going to go against Nichols. I think that may be Frank Stain. No, it, was, it is going to be Nichols. You know, and, and again, you, you need stops. You don't need, you don't need plays like, or you're trying to block it or, or come up with a big play. You just need stops. And and that time, it, you know, it looked like he was going for a block and trying trying to make a big block, but you know, if he could contest it. And, and make him shoot, alter that shot, and, and secure the rebound. 13 points for Avdide. You can see Nickel try to reach from behind you know, and pick up the block. If he would have just slid his feet, just that one more step towards the basket, make that shot a little bit harder to shoot. Second free throw, too strong off the back iron. Youngblood the rebound, and he'll push it across the timeline. Leaves it for Stain. Frank wisely passes it back out. And says, we've got a nine-point lead. We don't need to be in any hurry. 2.20 to go. She stayed a 67-58 advantage, 15 to shoot. Youngblood to the left elbow. He'll bury the jumper. Eight points for Jason Youngblood, and it's an 11-point lead, 69-58. Really smart play there by Jason Youngblood. You know, he got to that spot where he wanted with the dribble. Good elevation on his jump shot. But I love Earlier in the play, Frank Stain bringing it back out as well. Lenny Peckin, a deep two. And Jared Green tried to close out and put the big arm up in front of him and didn't give him room to land. And free throw is coming for Lenny Peckin. Trying to figure out why Jared Green was that far out guarding uh, a, a perimeter shooter. They must have switched somewhere. And, you know, Jared Green found himself in an awkward spot trying to jump and contest a three-pointer. Just didn't give him the, the room to come down. Makes the first. Looks like it's a pick and roll. Yeah, it was a pick, and, and his guy didn't roll, so Jared Green went out to contest the shooter and ended up uh, getting called for the foul. The good news is that the dribble did bring him across the, the three-point line. But just two free throws, but he makes both. 
And they're going to call a timeout. It's a full timeout, 149 remaining. 69-60, we'll take a 60-second timeout and come back on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 149 remaining. Welcome back inside the Burns Arena. Trailblazers lead at 69-60. Carrick Sangler and Mike Olson with you. As the Trailblazers holding on to a nine-point lead. Then Frank Stain with 19 points. Jack Paganikoff has come on in the second half. He's got 12 points, but Andre Wilson has hit two huge shots as well. As the Trailblazers try to hold on to this thing. Uh, that 19 points by Frank Stain ties his career and season high. So, uh, great work there by the freshman. UCCS showing full court pressure. Dixie State able to break it. Stain holds it. Back to Paganikoff. Dixie State will settle into his offense. Paganikoff to Stain, right wing. 12 to shoot. Back to Jack. Lobbing into Jared Green on the right block. Spinning inside, he'll lay it up and in. The defender released, thinking there might be some help coming, but there was nobody there, and Green laid it up and in easily. Great spin move in the post there by Jared Green. He faked, took his guy to the center of the key, and then spun back around with that great drop step. Eight points for Jared Green, and it's an 11-point lead. Avdide fires a three left wing. Short, Jared Green the rebound. Hands off to the point guard, Jack Paganikoff. And now UCCS is going to back off the pressure with under a minute to play. Paganikoff. Top of the key, Nichols. Over to Stain. Stain to Green. To Paganikoff. Right wing three. Bang! Another Mountain America three-pointer in Dixie State has a 14-point lead and the nail in the coffin by Jack Paganikoff. He's got 15 points. And now a steal for Jack. He'll lob it for Dason Youngblood and loses it out of bounds. Coach Judkins motioning to Jack, saying, hey, we got time. we got we got plenty of time. But, Jack, it, it's too tough. You know, you've you got a good friend, a teammate that's got a chance to get a lob. Game out of, out of hand, 14 points, 30 seconds to go. Why not try to throw your, your teammate a lob? He just hit a three. Yeah, why not? Trying to give a, put a good show on for the crowd, say thanks for coming tonight. Frank Stain is steal, and he's fouled on the way up the floor, and that'll be the fifth foul against Wong. Oh, Jack, he's another good steal there by Frank Stain. Dixie's done a good job of playing those passing lanes all night. A lot of tip balls, a lot of steals. You know, they're working on 10 steals on the game. Uh, Frank Stain picking up three of those, so a uh, very good job playing the passing lanes. And Stain will make the first free throw. He's got 20. And by your count, you said that's his new career high, right, Mike? I believe so. I think he, he picked up. He had 19 points early in the season. Uh, I believe 19 was his career high. Dixie State going to unload the bench with it. And there it is. New career high. He'll have one more free throw to put the cherry on top. And he missed it. 
Here's the commentator. Yeah. Shouldn't have said that. 75-60. 10 of 11 from the free throw line tonight. Definitely a career high. 10, 10 out of 11 for the free throw. CCS the other way. A blocking foul. Lenny Peckin will end up at the free throw line. And the foul is going to be against Cameron Chatwin. So he'll foul out as well. You, know, you mentioned it during the timeout, Garrett. Great showing here by the St. George community. Yeah. Crowds, the crowd's been great. You know, school's not in session yet. So we don't have a lot of students in in the arena tonight. The students that are here, uh, great effort. You know, they've, they've been loud, they've been proud, but great job of community. We know we got a lot of people home listening that can be the game, a lot of great fans. Yes. And we, we appreciate their support as well. Fans and supporters. And, you know, we appreciate all the, you know, we get compliments from time to time. People enjoy listening to us. And Lenny Packett makes the first free throw. We, we enjoy. Probably as much as you enjoy listening, we enjoy bringing the broadcast. Bar none, best part of my job. Dixie State, the rebound after this free throw. And the Trailblazers win it. 11-1 overall. 6-0 in the Armac. And you're, I believe, number 13th-ranked Trailblazers. Yeah. Still in the top 15 despite losing that one game at Western Oregon. Now back in the win column, 75-61. It was hard fought. It was no easy battle. But the Trailblazers emerged victorious. And now all eyes on uh, trying to get some revenge on Colorado School of Mines for the loss in Golden last season. Mines will be in town tomorrow night. Westminster holding off Colorado School of Mines 68-66. Wow. So Mines will make the long trek down. And Dixie State will try to wrap up the weekend sweep tomorrow and try to keep this thing rolling. Trailblazers, 68 Excuse me, I'm reading the wrong score. Trailblazers 75, Mount Lion 61. Mike, your quick hitter thoughts. I mean, from what I look at it, Dixie State, the, the theme of the of the night tonight was Trailblazers, a quick start, weathering the storm, and then Andre Wilson, a couple of huge shots, and just making sure that they weather the UCCS runs and then did what they had to do to close this thing down down the stretch. Absolutely, but hats off to Frank Stein, man. That, that guy's a good player. He's... He's solid, and, and he brought it tonight. You know, he, he's a great recruit. Coming in uh, as a freshman, you know, hats off to those guys that, that went out on the road and, and uh, found a guy like Frank Stain. So, you know, coaching staff, Casey Winters, uh, Jeremiah Barnes, those guys that worked hard to get a freshman like Frank Stain uh, that showed exactly why uh, he, he's going to be a fan favorite for a while. So, uh, Frank Stain, definitely uh, a great game tonight. Before we go to break, and this may be our uh, routine from here on out, let, let's go with some uh, – Second half highlights for you before we go to break and before we shut this thing, at least the video portion, all, all the way down. Frank Stan, a little pick and roll with Hunter Schofield. And they, they had that going early. And, yeah. you know, it was somewhat of a frustrating night for Hunter tonight, but he did what he needed to do. <laughs> that, that right there, a little circus shot by uh, Jack Paganikoff, the scoop and score, and then he hit a, a three as well. He came on in the second half. He had 15, uh, nine or 10 of which I believe were in the second half. And here's Andre Wilson, another huge three down the stretch when the lead was down to three and uh jack pagankoff answers with the layup there here's your spin move from jared green the layup up and in and then pagankoff the nail in the coffin three-pointer straight away gets it to go and that would wrap things up uh, i mean we don't have a, a sub of the game as, as part of our official awards that we hand out tonight and just for those six points and because of those those huge shots, I would go yeah. 
with Andre Wilson. And, and, and I, I don't think you can go anywhere else with your catering concept play, play of the game tonight. Yeah, the that, three in the first half and the three in the second half. And I don't know if we have both of those dialed up. I know we just saw the three in the second half, but would love to take a, a look at both of those if we could. I mean, our catering concepts plays of the game. Here's Jack Pagenkoff getting inside, knocking in a layup. But uh, Andre Wilson um, knocking in two huge threes. And here, here's the one from the first half. The lead was down to six, splashes at home. UCCS had all the, the momentum. And then he, he did, as we saw in the other highlights, he knocked in a three from the right wing uh, late in the second half as well. And so Andre Wilson with our catering concept play of the game. And I don't think you can overstate how important those two threes were. No, they were they're pivotal. You know, I mean, that, that led to, you see the second one here, that driving kick by Jack. Andre stepping up and, and just hitting that that wing three that they desperately needed. So no no question that the play of the game can go to that, that Kieran Concepts play of the game uh, to Andre Wilson. And it just goes to show, too, that this Dixie State team and the team is a star. They're willing to do whatever it takes yeah. to win basketball games. I mean, Andre is a senior. He's one that I'm sure was expecting, you know, with, with uh, uh, Zach Frampton leaving and Conway leaving, that, hey, I, I've been around. I'm here. I'm probably going to play. You know, a lot of minutes, and he's he's playing 20, 21 minutes a night. But uh, you know, he probably was expecting to be starting, and and now he's coming off the bench. But he but he's taking that role in stride, and he's coming in and hitting big shots when he needs to. And that's just what this team is about. The team is the star. When we need yeah. a big shot, we're gonna go. We'll, we'll go to you. And uh, two huge shots from Andre Wilson tonight. Yeah, they were huge. Trailblazers win at 75-61. We've seen our. First, our second half highlights. We've also named our catering concept play of the game. When we come back, we'll break down some final numbers and we'll give you our SkyWest Airlines player of the game. Trailblazers win 75-61. Let's take the three-minute timeout and come back with the Guru Sports Grill postgame report right here on the Trailblazer Basketball Network. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Trailblazers win at 75-61. Welcome you back inside the broadcast and inside the Guru Sports Grill postgame report as the Trailblazers win this one 75-61. Carrick Sagmiller, Mike Olson with you one final time tonight as we've got uh, got some business to handle still. We've got we've got to name a, a, cater, a SkyWest Airlines player of the game, and uh, we got to give you the, the final stats, the final numbers, and we'll also have our postgame chat with head coach John Judkins as well. I should know, and I can't believe it took me this long to mention, this was uh, Coach Judkins' 400th game on the Dixie State sideline tonight. And and, oh, by the way, a Josh Fuller sighting tonight. He came and said hi during halftime, and I have to go talk to him and shake his hand again after the game. But 400th game on the Dixie State sideline for Coach Judkins tonight, so congratulations to him on that. And We certainly uh, love having him around here and hope he stays here for a lot longer. He's already been here, what is this, year 14? 15, 15 for yep. Dixie for Coach Judkins, and you know we hope he stays 15 more, absolutely, and, and retires here. So, but uh, the Trailblazers getting a big win tonight, 11 and one now, six and zero in the Armac. Uh, they shoot 46 percent from the field, 26 of 56, seven of 16 from downtown. It's a 43 percent clip. Uh, left did leave 10 points at the free throw line, 16 to 26, and a 61 percent clip there. Uh, they're able to to still escape 
with the victory. Dixie State, 19 assists on the 26 made baskets. They do finish with 15 turnovers. So they had the six turnovers at halftime, and they turned the ball over nine more times in the second half. So that's that's one thing you're going to look at. Uh, you still have more assists than turnovers, but uh, you, you got to keep, you got to take care of the ball. As we look at our at our Lonnie Boys Barbecue keys of the game, it was you know maximize each possession was one of the big keys, and, and there was no room for turnovers or empty possessions. They do have the 15 turnovers, but on the flip side, they're able to force 21 turnovers and score 22 points off of those 21 turnovers. So things kind of evened out in the end. Uh, ultimately, it was the freshman Frank Stain who started hot and then finished hot again. 20 points for Stain. Uh, four of seven from the field, two of five from downtown. He was 10 of 10 from the free throw line, and uh, I jinxed him by saying he was going to cap off a, a great performance, and he missed his last free throw attempt, but it's okay. 10 of 11 from the line tonight, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, and only one turnover yeah, tonight I, for, for Frank Stain, and he was very active defensively as well. You see him get the three steals, and uh, he's just getting better and better every night. Jack Paganikoff uh, was a little more quiet in the first half, uh, came on big in the second half, finished with 15 points, eight assists, four rebounds, a pair of steals. Uh, and then uh, the third double-figure score was Hunter Schofield. Did foul out, but he had 12 points, seven boards, five of 12 from the field. And it, it, he was getting a little frustrated with some of the foul calls down low. But, uh, you know, ultimately he's able to, to do what to what he needed to do to be able to help seal the win and, and, and help his teammates win. And you mentioned the depth. I mean, Dixie State, I mean, how lucky is Dixie State to have Hunter Schofield and Cameron Chatwin and Jared Green and and then you know if those guys are in foul trouble you throw in Jacob Nichols and yeah. and you know you hate you never want to have to test the depth really but it's there and it came up big for Dixie State tonight. Huge, yeah. I thought that was a big, critical key. You know when Cameron Chatwin picked up his third and then Hunter Schofield followed with his third. You know that's for, for a lot of teams that's really scary. But for Coach Judkins and his staff, you know. You just, next man up and i thought that was great you know i think the, the key statistic care we, we we talked about how important rebounding was dixie state secured the last two rebounds of the game to win the war of the boards 38 to 37 so 38 uh, that's a lot of rebounds and I, I thought dixie did a great job there were a lot of fouls called on rebound so you, you could tell guys were crashing hard guys really put an emphasis on rebounding the ball tonight and it, it paid off well, with, with a big win, you know, 75 points. Uh, when you look at Dixie scoring 75, that's below their average. They average 83, I believe, a game. Uh, UCCS leading the conference in points allowed at 66. So, you know, Dixie's offense doing a good job against a very good Colorado Springs defense. And they're able to hold uh, Colorado Springs 13 points under, under yeah. their season average offensively. So, you know, we talked about it in the pregame show that something had to give tonight. I mean, it was the, one of the conference's top offenses against the conference's top defense and two very good rebounding teams. Something had to give. And, and Dixie State was able to use the hot start. You know, it's not all about how you start. It's about how you finish. But certainly building a 20-3 to lead right, right from the get-go uh, is, is very helpful. And then they're able to weather each of the Colorado Springs – runs and each of uh, you know just weather the storm and, and hang in there and andre wilson hit a couple of, a couple of huge shots and uh kept dixie state in front and ultimately told team effort and 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 they get the victory tonight um let's name our our skywest airlines player of the game 
Um, who do you think? Frank Stain? Frank Stain. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he, he definitely stepped up. Uh, and, and, but this was the biggest game of the year for Dixie State. You know, when you look at, at this point, where they're at in region play and what happened last year, and, you know, you, you talked about that congestion in the middle. And, and this is a team, uh, UCCS, hungry for a win. Uh, guys in foul trouble, and, and really they, they keyed in on Jack uh, defensively. And, and it was Frank Stain that, that really stepped up. And, yeah, he, he led the team in points, but, but he did some things that were great tonight. And I, I think he's definitely deserving of the SkyWest Airlines player of the game. So Frank Stain is our SkyWest Airlines player of the game. The Trailblazers win it 75-61. Bruno Silva's right here. What's up, man? One of our great athletic trainers from Intermountain. Appreciate all they do for us. Kelby Hoffines is the the uh, the men's basketball trainer, but Bruno's everywhere. He's, he's you know he's at every at every event almost and uh, very involved and good to have him around. And he's sitting here making faces at us, so I had to <laughs> had to call him out too to see if I could. Throw a little shade back at him. But uh, Trailblazers win this one 75-61. Frank Stain is your SkyWest Airlines player of the game. And we take a look at uh, at uh, kind of our updated men's basketball standings. Of course, not all the scores are in. Some of them are in. Um, Dixie State is is got a two-game cushion now. 6-0 and overall. Mines lost. Mesa lost. So Mesa and Mines are both four and two. Black Hill State uh, one is four and two as well. And there's a few other scores that that aren't quite in yet. But uh, Colorado School of Mines losing up at Westminster tonight. Uh, the Dixie State, will, you know, and it's, it's way too early to start looking at the yeah. <laughs> at the conference race. But uh, is it really though? We can. We don't have the players doing that. But uh, big win for Dixie State tonight, and it's just been fun to see this group who, you know, there were so many question marks coming in. It's been fun to see this group problem solve together and figure out different ways to get the job done. And I, Coach Judkins has coached a lot of teams uh, along the way, but uh, this would have to be, I mean, j- just because it, we didn't know who was coming, you know, what they all had coming back. We didn't know much about the players coming in. I mean, this has got to be one of, if not the best coaching job that and that may be hard to say. There's been a ton of great teams throughout the years, but you know, for coach Judkins to, to help mold these guys into, into who they are so quickly has just been fantastic to watch. And uh, what better time with so many great things for this athletics program on the horizon. And because Judkins was almost over here and then he like almost went on a full sprint back into the tunnel. Well, you, you, you talked about, I, I really loved that, their game plan, watching them at shoot-around and, and what they were doing in shoot-around to prepare for tonight. They, they did a good job preparing, and, and you know, a lot of credit to you know, Coach Judkins and his coaching staff, you know, Coach May, Coach Schroeder, and, and their efforts in, in preparing this team. They, they, were, they were focused in shoot-around. We, we talked about it. They were, they were really dialed in, really focused, and, and really came almost with a chip on their shoulder or something to prove, and I thought they did it tonight. They, they did those little things, and that start, I think, really was a difference. They led the whole game, wire to wire. They led the entire game. They had 75 possession, 75 possessions on the game. They shot 46% on 56 shots. They took 56 shots, and I think a lot of those were high-quality, uh, you know, shots that were within the offense. So I think the discipline was good. I, I think Coach Judkins will be 
you know, pleased with his efforts. I think he'll probably be a little frustrated with their ability to score against his own. I think that hurt him a little bit tonight and uh, something that they can adjust to. But exciting to to hear what Coach Judkins has to say uh, about tonight's big win. And here he comes right now. Gonna put the headset on. Testing, testing, one, two. Can you hear us, Coach? Yeah, you got us? You. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. Welcome to the postgame report. Brought to you by Guru <laughs> Sports Bar and Grill. Welcome to, welcome to you as well. <laughs> hey, congrats on, uh, a, on, on a gritty win tonight. You know, the, the big start and oh, then weathering, the, weathering the storm. And, and just, you know, Andre Wilson with a couple of huge Threes. one at each half to, to help, you know, run stoppers. And, and yeah. you know, this game had a little bit of everything. A great start, some lulls, but some big shots. And, you know, total team effort tonight and, and, and getting the job done. That's what it's about in conference well, play, right? You're right. We, we know it's funny. We talked about that today. This is the end right there about scattering reports because we said – you know, guys, think about what we talked about last night and today. We talked about, hey, they'll they'll get down and they'll just keep fighting and get back. They were down at Colorado Christian, or not Regis. They were down almost like they were with us, 20 to 3 or 20 to 5, and they came back and, and beat them by 20. So, you know, we knew they were going to have runs like that. Um, the, the only thing I was probably not happy with was uh, they went to that zone and we kind of got a little bit stagnant um, and not moving the ball and not fighting the holes. Uh, and then we didn't shoot it great from a three, and that's something we got to do better at that because uh, I didn't think that would, that would hurt us at all when they did go to the zone. First time they played zone all year long too. So, uh, But that's a good sign. I told our guys, hey, that's a good thing because we're hurting them with our man. Um, and so they had to change it up. I thought our defenses the first half were good. We were switching a lot, changing them up, caught them off guard. Maybe should have done more of that the second half. Um, you know, but I thought that was a big part of it. The, the other part I wasn't happy with was fouls. We just kept fouling. You know, they got 36 foul shots. Um, and a lot of those were just reaching fouls, dumb fouls. I mean, I, I can handle a charge. I can handle uh, – we had two block-off um, – fouls on us the jacob got one and jack got one i could handle those we're trying to block off a guy but the reaching slapping you know oh i didn't rebound the ball i didn't jump with the guy and so he gets it then i foul him try to block it those things i just can't can't handle but you know that the fouls gets gets them to the foul line it clock stops and then second thing i don't like about it it gets your it slows up the game and gets it out of your rhythm you know what i mean and and uh that that hurt us but you know like, like you said a grit like you said a good fight we fought hard um the last four possessions we talked about that it's like 339 left in our last four possessions we scored um every time and uh you know that's we were like six for 20 until that point and then we go you know 10 for 24 so you know something that we got to work on um, uh, I thought tonight too a little bit maybe try to do some guys try to do a little too much on the own instead of playing as a, as a team Payton, a little bit. Cough, I see that with our assists, turnovers, uh, you know, Frank with 19 Stain, to 15. Those guys coming up um, big with, with uh, some big rebounds. Big rebounds from the guards. Yeah, well, we went to that little zone and Jack even got three offensive boards where my guards, ones and twos, are not supposed to rebound on the offensive end. They're supposed to get back and then Jack's supposed to slow it slowed down the, the transition defense. But Jack three he got where, you know, he's right at the top of the key and they came out long and he and he went and fought for him and got him. And uh, but our guards are doing a good job. Just uh, we gotta do a better job of blocking off and going fetching. I mean Cam had three offensive boards which was good. Um, but I th- I thought that last little while we finally started to to really crash the boards hard. And then what happened? They fouled us. You know, and that's that's what I was trying to tell them from the beginning was, hey, if you block off and get it, they'll foul you because they, they have good motors and, and they keep going. That's what good offensive team, when you said that, that's exactly what we told them before the game was their, their first in the league. 
in offensive rebounds. And where why they're good at it is because they go every time, you know, and, and that's that's hard to teach. And, and he does a good job. But you're right, Olsen. That was a big part of our, our game plan. And we won by one. I was hoping to win more than that. But um, they're, they're tough. They got a lot of them on foul line block offs, too, yeah. that, that hurt us. It's four against two, and they still got them. Um, but they're they're tough at that. You know, when you look at the another key fact, you've got your, your, your two big guys that are foul trouble, you know, sitting on the bench, not as, not as many minutes you probably want, but still dominate points in the paint, 32 to 16. So mm-hmm. it, it speaks to the depth of the guys coming in and your ability to pound the ball inside when you need to. Well, we worked on that this week. You know, we, we had a size advantage. We thought we could hurt them with that. And we did a couple of drills this week of you could score until it went in the post. And uh, I think our guys did a good job of fighting us. We, again, we missed a lot. We just didn't see. Uh, or our big opposite big forgot to flash to kind of open up the key area. But that was one area that we saw we had advantage of and we tried to take advantage of, and we did tonight. Great win. Thank you. Congrats, Coach. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of speaking of those bigs, you know, Hunter has a little bit of a – I mean, 12 points. You can't call it necessarily a quiet night, but it's you know, a sneaky 12 points, I guess. But Jared Green comes in 21 minutes and four of six, four rebounds. He does get his money's worth in fouls, kind of like Hunter did. You know, all your bigs did. You had, you know, between those three guys, you had 14 fouls, and uh, you know, two, two of the three of them fouled out. But uh, yeah, it felt like Jared played big, and he's into the starting lineup now, and it feels like he's he's really coming in to this offense. Yeah, he's more, and and even on the defensive end, he, he was he at the start of the year. Stuff. Yeah, he did some stuff defensively tonight. We we switched a couple ball screens late in the shot clock, and he uh, he did a good job guarding that little guard. You know, I thought he did pretty good. He's he's doing a good job. He's getting better and better. Um, you know, he had a couple. He had a nice move. He traveled on. He just got to go up strong. But he, you know, he did he did some good things. I mean, Hunter didn't have a terrible night. But you know, you no. make he makes six more foul shots. You know, and he's got, he's got yeah. eighteen points, nineteen points. You know, he just I think he was thinking too much about it. You know, when he missed one or two, he started to kind of think about. It. I was trying to get it out of his head. Hey, just go up on toes. Go up on toes. Because one time they start thinking that, then they forget about missing the shot. But he, it was really in his head, and you could tell. And I was trying to do my best to try to get him out of it, but it didn't work. But that's something I'm not – I told him, I said, hey, you missed him, but I'm glad you're getting there. At least you're shooting yeah. him. You know, you you got to keep doing that. And, and knowing him, he'll bounce back and, and, and do that. Jack had some big plays for us late in the game. Um, you know, but he had five turnovers tonight, a little too much. You know, he's one I was saying that maybe he was trying to do too much. Um, but again, I love the ball in his hands when it's, you know, he made a couple of really nice moves. That little two and one he had was huge on that little reverse layup. Then he had so you know, it's a good win. We'll take it. Now we got a team coming in tomorrow. Who's really good. Picked to win, win the conference. Um, you know, they're, they're loaded and they're, they're a lot like this team. They're a lot like this team. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, but we're excited. We got to get some rest and be ready to go. Great crowd again tonight. Carrick, huh? uh, I loved it. You know, right loud and then really helped us out. Our cheerleaders and drill team were all here. It was nice to see them. Westminster beat Colorado Mines tonight, by the way. Oh, good. 68, so they'll be even more hungry. So they'll be even more hungry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so. yeah, it should be a good crowd tomorrow night, too. They're giving some shirts away and yeah, uh, a thousand free white, shirts. White out. Yeah, white, white out. And, should be a lot and of fun. And have some fun with it. And, by the way, can't let you go without congratulating you on 400 games. I'm coaching 400 games. Yeah, it was funny because Steve called me on that and he said, "Hey, do you realize you've coached 400 games and your brother has just won his 400th game at BYU?" And I said, "I've coached that many games and he's only won." You know, so we're laughing and joking about it. But yeah, <laughs> it's it, it, like again, I there's things when the year when when I'm done coaching, it's gonna be fun to look back at some yeah. of these things and stuff. But I. I, all I care about is we won the game yeah. tonight. And it was, it was well, fun. well, we hope that you're here 400 more. 400 more. There so you go. So we, we, appreciate, we appreciate you, Coach. <laughs> hey, Congrats. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
Trailblazers win it. 75-61. I got, I got to stop pulling up this Westminster score because that's <laughs> that's twice in a row I've almost read the wrong score. And uh, Trailblazers 11-1 and overall, 6-1 and or 6-0 and in the conference and 5-0 and at home. Got to protect got to protect yeah. home court. I mean, if you're going to accomplish the goals that you want, you, you can't, you can't lose on this floor. And this is somewhere where Dixie state has been very, this, I mean, this has been uh, a fortress yeah. for, for Dixie state and Trailblazers win it tonight. And that a huge one tomorrow. <laughs> a big I mean, one. you know, coach has talked about, <laughs> it's like, you saw that you saw the look on it. Oh, great. They, yeah, they lost. lost. Now they're going to be hungry and ready to they come take it out on us. We got a long drive to think about it and, uh, you know, shoot around tomorrow. It's, and, and this is where the conference is so tough. You know, that's, you, you saw Dixie state, uh, last year, you know, they, they dropped the first game on this road trip in, in Colorado. They dropped the first one and, uh, ended up dropping the second one. Yeah. It's, it, it's a tough swing and, you know, we, we're going to rely on the fans to, to give it that boost of energy you know i, I know these guys are going to be ready you know yep. coach judkins will have his, his team ready and, and they'll be fired up they, they want to sweep and keep that that clean record at home dixie state wins at 75 61 thanks for tuning in that'll do it for us uh inside the guru sports bar and grill post game report trailblazer victoria 75 61 big shout out to our cec tv crew for martin kelly back in the radio dixie 91.3 fm studio for helping us out on the radio and for mike olson i'm carrick segmiller Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln and Zions Bank with Zip Mortgage. Love it to own it. For more information on Dixie State Athletics, DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to Radio Dixie 91.3.